Alright, hi everybody, this is A7X Fan Ben, and welcome to Pirate CSG Podcast number 50. In this episode, I'm on Discord, on the Discord server, and I'm going to be doing a call-in podcast. So, I've posted a link in the YouTube description, and I'll post it um, in the chat right now as well, so people can see it. So, if you want to join, just head over to the Discord server where I am. And then you can jump into the Pirates Podcast voice channel, which is what I'm going to join in a second. So very happy to get to uh, 50 episodes. We started this in uh, summer, late summer 2017, I think, with God, Mason, and I. So pretty awesome to get to 50 episodes. So now I'm in the Pirates Podcast voice channel. So whenever people want to jump on, they can. Um, and then beyond that, I'll just... Uh, ramble about whatever so got a few tabs up looks like ernie's on the ernie prado on the discord server that's great hoping to have him on got the pirates with ben forum up master spreadsheet the pirate code and then i'll get other tabs up as needed so all right so yeah at the forum lately last night i posted the hall of fame 2019 voting thread so that doesn't really get that much traction nowadays, um, but that's okay. So if you want to vote, I've got the thread up for that. Soon I'm planning to do the end of year awards thread, uh, which didn't get any replies last year, but I think it was partially because MT was still active, but then Pirates with Ben was, was active as well. So yeah, let me see if Ernie's, uh, I try to see if Ernie's on or not. Yeah, I've been trying to post like at least one thread per week usually on Pirates with Ben. And then lately I've increased the pace of that to some extent. I am finally starting to run out of threads that I've already um, threads that I've already talked about. Some of them I, I thought of the ideas a while back. Alright. There's that. Disconnected. Huh. Reconnect. Okay. There we go. All right. Nice. Yeah, I may have to X out this Discord tab because I might have another tab up that I don't want to show on video that has like PMs and stuff. Okay. Cool. So Ernie's trying to get on, so that's good. Yeah, Jeremiah said he might be available, and then Randy. Might be. So we'll see what happens. And yeah, I'll just try to keep it going for as long as possible until someone can get on. Thanks for watching. See a few people on YouTube. So going through the master spreadsheet, I noticed one or two minor mistakes in there um, just in the past week. So I'll be correct. Well, I already corrected them, and then I'll be uploading a new spreadsheet on the homepage of Pirates of Ben and at Bergen Geek. Uh, by the end of next week, probably, something like that. Oh, oh it's Eric's. Nice. All right. Yeah, we might have a bunch of people on this one. Yeah, and the Master Spreadsheet, just kind of randomly going into Return to Savage Shores. I actually played my turn in Vassal Campaign Game 4 today, which is between Xerix, Pirate AJ14, and myself. So that game has a pretty slow pace, but we've been making some progress on it this year. Uh, just today, my 
my pirate faction launched a new 10 master from my Pirates of the Epic Seas custom set. The Plague of the South was launched recently, actually. And I've talked in the past, I don't, I don't really think one master should have more than like four cargo. Even four is pushing it. I don't, I don't think it makes any sense for a one massive galley to have five cargo, but even in the final set that wasn't released, you can see WizKids kind of pushing the limits. As, as it stands now, there's not a, there's not a physically released one master with more than four. So the Plague of the South would have been the first of five, and then she's got a ton of speed too. So amazing gold runner, no doubt, and doesn't really need a helmsman. So a lot of great ships in Return to Savage Shores. Then, of course, the unreleased section, which we went over in uh, podcast number 31, one of my favorite episodes of all time. So, had God Mason and Xerix on for that one. That was pretty awesome. Some of the adventure book ships are, or most of them, are kind of underwhelming. But then, you get into some of the ones that would have came out with Spanish Main, and you get some crazy good ones that we went over. And sometimes you see names that are repeated later in the series, like El Popo eventually was a Spanish two-master from Davy Jones' Curse, but she, that one's not any good. This one would have been a really good basic four-master. Mostly kind of a treasure galleon of sorts, a hybrid if you wanted to use her for that. So I wanted to include this in the master spreadsheet because it's really, really a cool thing um, to see this stuff. And of course, the top part is unique as well. I'm try to divide it a bit. Hey, what's up, Xerix? Yeah, Ben. How you doing? Good, how are you? Uh, slightly better, although that cold is setting in. Oh, I have man. done something to my back. I'm not sure what, though. Darn. I think I was sitting funny for a while. <laughs> huh, that sucks. Hey, Ernie, are you there? Yeah, guys, I'm, I'm finally here. Can you hear me? Awesome. Yeah, yep, I, can I can hear you. Hear you. Yep. Awesome. Can you hear us? Yeah. yeah, brand new microphone and... It just took me a little while to get this bad boy to work. Yeah, no problem at all. <laughs> no problem at all. Yeah, not as easy as a phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not quite. Yeah, yeah, we just went from one to three. Well, this is pretty exciting. You know, it's nice to hear you guys' actual voices. You know, you have always been names and icons on the screen, so it's actually great to hear your actual voices. I mean, Ben, we all know his voices from all those great videos, but it's nice to hear everybody else. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we've all done videos now, so I think we've all heard each other probably. Ernie, some videos yeah, that's from the group, and then Xerix with all the battle reports and podcasts. So, yeah, we just went from one to three people on the podcast all of a sudden, so that's awesome. So, Yay. get started. <laughs> yeah. yeah, part of the reason I wanted to host tonight was Ernie is one of the one of the best members of the community and has done a great job moderating the Facebook groups the past handful of years, so I really wanted to get him on. First time on the podcast, so really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for being having me here, guys. I mean, I've listened to all the ones, and it's, it's great to be part of it. And, you know, and I got to say, man, um, the best thing I did as an admin on the Facebook group was to approve Ben's membership, you know, <laughs> and I, I actually did that. And, nice. and you know, because before it was just a bunch of guys who would, like, post pictures, like, once in a blue moon, and, you know, and... And basically, Daniel would pop in with the rules clarifications, but man, but once you got here, Ben, you know, it just like lighted a fire under our feet, man. You just got us hopping, and it's just, it's really, it's, 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 it's a privilege to be talking to you, man. You're like the pirate guy. Oh, thanks, man. I love hearing that. <laughs> thanks a ton. Yeah, I think I joined in 2015, I want to say, and I think there were less than 30 members, and now we've, I think we're around 350 at the Facebook group, the main one. So yeah, pretty cool to see the growth. Yeah. Yeah, it's very cool. 
Yeah, this, I might have uh, joined around the same been, time. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think you were after, Billy. You are just not, not much after. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, before, I remember Daniel made me an admin because I was the one who was posting the most, you know, and that was it. You know, it was, it was really funny. And then, uh, and then it was, like, super quiet. And then I dropped off for, like, about a year or so. It was just gone and then came back. And, and it was still, like, the same, you know, just, like, a small handful. But I got to say, this has really exploded. It's nice to see that this game getting the attention it deserves. And I think a lot of it has to do with, with you guys, like, wanting to revisit a game that was in your childhood. You know, this is like midlife crisis for you guys sometimes. You know, you're <laughs> getting back into a game you played as you were teenagers. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I discovered it when I was like 10, and then I just couldn't, uh, once I got back into it 2011, I couldn't resist from there. Now it hasn't stopped, though. So. And Bill and I are the same age. We're only two weeks apart, so it's really oh, ironic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, now, the thing about it is, is my best friend, who since I know it's since 1977, was a manager at a game store called Gameco, which is long out of business, but that's where I learned. Uh, I used to go there and play Warhammer with them, and I used to see all these little kids you know, playing this game with the boats, you know, and so at that time, I was already like, about like, oh, God, like, either like 42 or 43 years old already, so, you know, I was already enough to be their dads, yeah. you know, so, and man, I gotta tell you, and I got tabled a lot by these kids, and they were cool about it, you know, <clears throat> and they taught me how to play, and then, basically, I, I got into the game at the very tail end, I think Ocean's Edge was already coming out, and that's what I was buying the most of. But And then pretty much after that, all the kids moved on to a new game. And it's just me and a couple other adults that kind of moved on, you know. So it's yeah. mostly me and my wife that play all the time now. Yeah. Yeah, I love when you post the pictures in the Facebook group of the battle reports and stuff. That's great. Mm -hmm. Nice to see other people um, uh, post uh, games they play. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, as Eric's and I just... Yeah, well, once we get this house set up... We're going to get uh, we're trying to continue our uh, our campaign from the from about a year ago, which we haven't touched in a while. You know. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering about that recently. Nice. Yeah. Love it. Well, you know, Linda and myself just recently. Well, not recently. Last year we bought our our, our first home. We bought a town home, awesome. and all of our stuff has always been in storage. So we're unloading it, and you know, we're both we both work, and it's really hard when you work full time and you're trying to unpack. So. Yep. It's taken us a lot longer, but unfortunately, the game room is on the back burner. We got to make the rest of the house look nice before I can get my little playroom fixed up. You know. Yeah. 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 Nice. yeah. Got to be a you got to be a grown up sometimes. Yeah, I hear you on that. I'm That's trying to find to a job it. still. It's good to hear that your move went well, though. That's great. Yeah, it did. We really, we only moved about 25 miles, so it wasn't Sorry. too far. The yep. biggest thing is just unpacking the storage locker. Um, when my uh, when my mother in law died, we brought a lot of her a lot of her belongings back. So we're unpacking that stuff now and donating it to uh, you know to uh, local charity savers and we're keeping some stuff and basically um, and we're also getting rid of a lot of stuff too. We're just trying to lighten our load, you know, yeah. and just basically we're just keeping the cream of everything we own. Yeah, yeah, that makes know? sense. And basically, uh, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, but like I said, well, let's keep it back to pirates. So, yeah, yeah I was gonna, I was so, gonna say you've, uh, your collection has grown tremendously over the past like three or so years. I've seen it. Yeah, on the Facebook group grow like crazy. 
<laughs> oh, and that's that's also basically because we dipped into our house money because we had this money set aside to buy a house. Oh, I remember hearing and about I, that. And, I, and my, my, yeah. my wonderful wife gave me the green light. And basically, we went. It was that one summer of eBay auctions where we went crazy. I mean, yeah. oh God, we. I, I still haven't added up all the money we spent just because I don't want to get the sticker shock, but I know it has to be at least over two grand, you know, oh at that, in that one weekend. You know, yeah, just, you got like three or four, like 36 boxes of the, um, of South Genesis. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, well, basically we got, um, like, uh, the big thing was getting the ankle jug collection. I mean, God, that was just like, you know, just everything, you know, like the whole sets, all this, all the, I mean, everything, all the promos, the whole nine yards, you know, and I haven't even played a game with that yet. And I, and that's what I plan on doing soon. But, but, you know, I, of course I look at all the promos. I just love the promos. I'm like a crow with a shiny bobble. I just love that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember. But, I but think a lot like, of it. Yeah. I think July, uh, this is like no, go July ahead. In August 2018, I remember that punch set of SCS sold for like almost 500 bucks. That was crazy. Yeah, I think that was you, Ernie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Um, Linda and myself always jo joke about how we broke the pirate market because I, I got not to toot our crazy horns, but I did notice after that big auction week, a lot of prices on stuff just kind of escalated and kept going up and up because I think other sellers saw that and said, "Oh my God, look how much money we can make," you know. <laughs> So, that is but so I noticed it, it has kind of toned down, thankfully, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 2018, I feel like, was like one of the craziest years in a long, long time for eBay auctions of pirates, definitely. Since like maybe well, like 2011 or 12, probably, I think, or even before that, maybe. There was there was just so much amazing stuff on sale at one time. It was yeah. just like and before you like you would find like a lot of the same stuff and then some like really cool items. But 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 there were just so many amazing collections just being liquidated at that time. It was just it was great. Yeah. I mean it was also I forgot the other seller, but the guy who was selling the stuff in like in the lots and he sent it wrapped to you in like in the brown paper. Uh, I yeah. bought a lot of stuff from him. That was also the same weekend. He was the one who was selling a lot of the Crimson Coast stuff. You know, yeah, oh I God, I'm trying to what his name was. Yeah, I forget. It's just, I remember I, I, there was like three sellers that I primarily bought from the, in, the, in that one little like uh, pirate storm. Yeah. Yeah, I got like an RV lot, I think, that I posted on YouTube. I remember those paper packages were kind of cool. Looks like yeah. wholesale gaming, their sales are over. I didn't take advantage of them. Mostly because I already have, I think I have unopened packs of all the sets they had on sale. At least a few left, but yeah, looks like Hills is done with the sales for this season. But well, for myself, basically, all I really have left to get is 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 the expensive stuff now. And unfortunately, I mean, um, the Ten Masters and like the Savage Shores stuff. I only have one box of Savage Shores and a couple of oddballs. So and when, once I get that set, and then the 10 masters i'm not going to try to get every promo because it's just going to be just too hard you know yeah you got to just be realistic and say you know i can't have it all you know yeah uh-huh you know. yeah i'm, I'm at eBay right now there's a new yeah. listing for a zeus oh, yeah i can't believe how much that bits. one sells for that is yeah. it's just crazy how much that one sells for you know, and I and I and I and I just kicked myself in the butt because I had all the papers and stuff, and I just like kept putting it off. Oh, I'll mail it, you know, in a couple of days, and you know, and I you know, and I never got it, you know. Yeah. So, huh. but no biggie. You know, eventually stuff will will go down in price if you wait long enough. Yeah, I, think I so. hope so. Yeah. 
as opposed to scarcity driving things up. Yeah. Might get to the point where, like, you know, the most common of commons goes for, like, you know, 30 bucks. This is <laughs> only one. You know, it's the same thing with Hills running out of uh, Davy Jones' curse. You know, that was surprising when they ran out of that. And now the special edition boxes they were selling for six bucks a pop going for what? Was it 26 now? Yeah, it says 25. Uh, I know. Because I bought, yeah. a few years ago, I bought all four for 20, which was a nice deal. And now they're. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And it says they're marked down from thirty, but twenty five is way too high. I mean, the yeah. the price back in the day was I think nine ninety nine or something like that. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and then the same for the little blue tins. They they went from seven to were they are they fifteen still? Yeah, I see fifteen. Yep, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, yeah, and then Ocean's basically Edge. those are just like yeah. Ocean's Edge has gone from thirty eight to like either forty five or fifty. Now it's at seventy two. So. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of the regular guys I used to buy a lot of cards from uh, used to be Shine Bry one and then um, Wild, uh, Wild Loot Seller. Those guys are almost empty. I, you know, I checked their listings not too long ago and, and they hardly have anything. Yeah. Yeah. Wild Loot so, Sellers was huge yeah. in 2018. They were a big song. Yeah. It, it's, it's all about hills now. Hills, hills is the place. Yeah. It's the king. It's all yeah. about hills. Yep. Definitely. Yeah, I'm in a similar boat to you where, like, a lot of the stuff I don't have is kind of too too expensive just to justify getting for the most part. A lot of them are, yeah. like, the one-masted LEs that cost, like, 15 or 20 bucks each, and they're not even that good for gameplay. So a lot of the stuff oh, I yeah. don't have is just, I don't, sometimes some of it I don't care about as much as others. There's some really good stuff like Star of Siam. Um, I really want USS Denver, but a lot of the stuff I don't have is not that good, so... It kind of helps with collecting because I don't feel the need for it as much if it's not going to be effective in games. So. Well, I've always been kind of a collector. I used to work at a comic book store back when I was a lot younger, and I've always had that collecting bug. And so it's easy to get in that frame of mind of wanting to get the whole set, you know, and that's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a slippery slope, I think. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> you just got to rein it in. I mean, you know, I wish I would have been that adamant about it buying it you know like 10 years ago but but by then but back then i was just i was more about buying the big packs and in the special edition boxes which i was getting really cheap you know uh god i remember uh it it was probably uh i think it was like 2015 i bought the big factory case of the rise of the beans uh la ship boxes and i think oh god i think i paid like 75 dollars for that you know and so yeah, yeah, I remember seeing the pictures or videos of that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, well, no, yeah I mean, that's got all the ships and crew in the Discord chat. That makes me wonder yeah. about some uh, some of the crazy stuff. So I'll have to ask him here. Yeah, the one of ones. Yeah. Yeah. How many you know, one of ones are there? Who has the one of ones? Yeah. Other than old well, Huh. It's just wow. a matter of tracking down those former employees and, you know, and, you know, and who was, who was emptying the trash cans that day? You know, that's the big thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got no Bago Deuce. That's pretty crazy. Congratulations. Interesting. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, uh, remember back on Pojo a long time ago, somebody said they had everything and then I, I asked them and they didn't respond or something. So I was like, huh, I don't know. <laughs> And there yeah. should be there should be two more ships in a bottle, theoretically at least, that haven't been discovered. So they may be trash at this point, or you know, long gone anyway. So 
Who knows? Yep. I mean, pack in somebody's attic, you know, somebody's, you know, somebody's storage locker. Yep. Or, you know, someone's hid them somewhere, you know, someone's oh. hid them somewhere away from the world. Whoa, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ahoy there. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Huh. Um, Hi. Oh, uh, my name's Adam. <laughs> awesome. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're coming yeah, you're 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 in the Okay. Come on. Got some feedback, mate. Okay. Let's see. Yeah, I might have to mute you. I might have to mute you. Yeah, it's really messing up the audio. I am not the old man yeah. in disguise, <laughs> but I did meet yeah. him, um, I think, a year ago now, which actually was pretty awesome. Like, I got to go on there before uh, uh, miniature trading went down. Nice. It's nice. Nice. Yeah, the audio's bad on my end. I don't know if it's bad. bad on my end. I don't it's bad. Yeah. Bad. I don't know if anybody else is still there. I'm still here. All right. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm still scared. around. I gotta try to. It sounded like it was getting speaker. Uh, like I was getting speaker feedback. Yeah. Now, what yeah. I was doing. I was having a trouble because I had the YouTube tab open and this open. I was getting overlap from that. I wonder if he has the same problem. Okay. I Could be. Know. I mean, I've got the stream up, but I have the stream muted on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah, mine's muted. It's fine. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, hopefully, we'll be able to get back on, but either way. Yeah, it's like as soon as he jumped out, it was like chaos. I was really. Oh confused. yeah. Yeah, it was like, I, I was hearing myself too. It's like an echo. Um, yeah, that was what that was what I was hearing. Oh, you know, like a feedback through a speaker, through a speaker kind of thing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you were talking about the ships in the bottle there, Ben. I think that's where we left off at. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it might be tomorrow out there, but there's not much point in speculating. It's been so long since any showed up that it's kind of unlikely, I think, at this point, but I don't know. So, I don't Did you guys get any of the Hills uh, sales deals the past few days or no? No, myself. Uh, no. I, 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 bet I, I, didn't really buy the much of anything. I bought uh, a couple of movies and a couple of record albums at my job. I work at Walmart. And my wife and I were going to buy a little, like, freezer, you know, like an outdoor freezer, like like five cubic feet, so we can keep in the patio. So we're trying to keep all of our money for that this year. You know, it's just like, yeah, you know, I, there was a couple of things I did want to buy, uh, but I just, like, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ernie, what's your... Uh, I haven't looked at Hills in a while, actually. Yeah. Because between me and my two brothers, we've got, like, you know, a lot of the stuff in the game. Uh, so we don't do a whole lot of pack buying or anything like that. So they sell packs. I haven't needed packs. And, you know, I could go to Hills for the plunder pack to get the delusion, but they've overpriced it. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 still the cheapest 10 mast out there. If you want to get one brand new wrapped up, it's still a way to go. And it's yeah, also the uh, curse, well, too, so I was kind of excited about that. Sometimes. It goes I, in I the dark. See the, I see the Boutron go for less than 49 almost always. It's just a matter of waiting for it to show up, basically. Yeah. So, it's still the cheapest on average. Hey, you guys. Um, my speedy pie, Linda, just popped in. She's going to say hi really quick here. So awesome. Sweet. 
Hi, everybody. I play pirates too. Awesome. Hello. Yeah, we've seen Hi. some of the we've seen some of the battle reports on Facebook. It's great yeah. to have so many people. Oh yeah. Hey, you're actually talking to our our French player. That's when we just <laughs> you know she's a she's a French fleet. Nice. <laughs> Is uh, right. she's also the current winner of our campaign. Once we got to pick that up because she's still in the Were league. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading about that. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm excited like to hear that pick up. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, I'm going to get back to my phone call. Okay, and I just wanted to come in and pick right. in on you. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Thanks. All right. Yeah, Ernie, I was going to ask you uh, what your favorite set is and why. You know, I, I got I got to say the Crimson Coast. Yep. Because, um, I, I mean, I, I, I primarily, I, I play the Spanish and I play the Cursed. But Spanish is my uh, my favorite fleet, and the Crimson Coast just has a lot of great Spanish ships in there. And, and I think of all the sets, I, I, I think I like the artwork the most. It, I mean, it has it has um, it has a great you know the great painting, the, it has a look, and and I said um, I just it just seems to have a lot of more the the better Spanish ships. Um, I also uh, kind of like how it focuses. Well, it's, it was still on just like the big three. It was still, you know, pirates, you know, uh, Spain, I should say, uh, the, uh, France and England. Um, once I started getting to the other sets, I noticed like a lot of repetition and, um, and just some of the artwork changes, even though it's kind of subtle, just the contrast of the colors. I just like the reds and the browns and the blacks of the Crimson Coast. And because I do a lot of painting, I'm an artist myself. So basically my, my, when I, my tag name is Artist Earn, um, I try to be Artist Ernie. But this is back in the oh god, this is like a way back. So this is back in the in the nineties when I had my uh, my email address, and I tried to be artist Ernie. So the closest thing I can get was Earn. I had to spell it U R N. So my, I've had this email address like forever. And so basically, um, you know, I do like a lot of painting. I put together models. That was another reason why I was attracted to the pirate game so much. Um, pretty much when I when I play at pirates in a game, I try to play a, a lot of straightforward play. And I don't really use a lot, a lot of the tricks, you know, or a lot of the gimmicks. Huh. Um, I used to play a lot of CG games. And I used to play a lot of gimmicks then. But you have to have the right combos to make them work. And if you never got the right combos, it was kind of like a waste of points. And I kind of try to play that way with pirates. And also, too, my primary uh, person I play with is my wife. And I'm not going to curb stomp her by bringing out all the crazy tricks. I'm going to keep it straightforward until she can get a good grasp of the game. And I'll let her... Uh, open up that Pandora's box if she wants to go that route. Yeah. Um, yeah now I do have a friend. Yeah. Now I do have a buddy who I'm trying to lure back into pirates, but he is one of those players that uses all the controls, the the tricks, and it's more about that than you know. It's more about controlling you than trying to get the gold or shoot you out of the ocean. You know. So. So I mean, I'm kind of not. Uh, I'm, I'm not really. A fan of that of, of that game playing style, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sounds, sounds kind of like my uh, think, mind control yeah. that I yeah. love so much. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think it's cool. Like once in a while to break it out, like when you're against an experienced player. Yeah. But I mean, but I mean, it's like any opponent we're going to have now. We're trying to learn to this game, and that's not how you're going to do it. Is by like breaking out all the all the tricks, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you got you got to be straightforward, you know. You got to give them the upper hand, and you got to play. You got to pull it back when you play. Yeah, I generally agree with that when engaging new players, and that's mostly what I've done. Yeah, yeah, like I would never bring like some of the 
UPS fleets from Darren to a game because they'll just swipe the floor with people. So, and yeah, some of the yeah. gimmicks. The thing about some of the gimmicks are uh, some of them are pretty crappy. So that's the one thing about the gimmicks that could work against newbies is sometimes um, the gimmicks don't work well at all. But it depends on what it is. So yeah, and a lot of the really good fleets are pretty tricky, especially if you allow events and and stuff like that. So. Yeah, that's one thing I haven't really played with is events. Yeah. You know, I, I, we, I've dabbled in UTs, but I never played an event before. Um, uh, basically, um, you know, and, and UTs only just like kind of ones that were kind of neutral, not really ones that were like, you know. But uh, but most of my games have been just pretty much straightforward pirates, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, for the longest time, a lot of my, lot of my opponents were kids. So, you know. So it was kind of, you know, and, you know, so it was fun. But, uh, can you hear me but, now? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah God, that's you. amazing. You sound so much better, yes. Okay, fantastic. I, I really enjoyed your story. And I actually, I did want to say quick, um, I play with my friend, um, but we usually try to set up scenarios. Uh, and we're not big on the gimmick yet. Um, I would say, like, yeah, we try to, like, set up different scenarios um, so that we kind of, like, it's not that we play against each other per se, but we like have something set up that we each take turns kind of being the, you know, like other party involved, like whether it's English or Spanish or you name it, you know, but I think that's really cool. Like I'm, I'm not, I, I, I really do enjoy the cursed, but I'm not one for like <laughs> a ton of gimmicks, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And the curse is a hard one to play. Cause I mean, that's my second favorite, but God, when it comes to like crew options, they're, they're, they're just, really lacking they hardly have anything for crew i mean well, they've you know, got some fun guys if you dig around yeah. they don't have <laughs> any jones practical for winning a game yeah they've got some fun things oh, yeah. and, and, and i mean and just and when it comes to their generic crew like the cursed captain oh man they're hard to find you know yeah. i only have a out of all the cards i have i only have maybe like two or three <clears throat> they're tough to find you know and from what set bernie yeah. Um, just overall, like, well, I noticed, like, in the Davy Jones, um, Ocean's, Ocean's Edge. Edge. They are relatively easy to find, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I've got, like, five. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's just where you're at. You know, I guess it's just where you're at when it comes to the polls, probably regional. Yeah, exactly. I know, because, um. Yeah. You know, because, uh, I remember I made, I remember one time me and Ben made a comment where I mentioned, um, how the, it was, I think it was Angelica from the Ocean Edge Mega Cards and how I actually had to buy one and I ever pulled one and I think he mentioned he had a bunch so I, and I guess it's just where you're at you know yeah I've noticed yeah. that, um, that yeah that could definitely be too I mean yeah. there were just so many I mean I remember you know I started playing Pirates I don't know around like 12 years old or something but I mean when when we were like I mean Ocean's Edge packs were like 99 cents when I was in like high school so we would I remember a friend and I would like go road tripping for you know a, like go to like the Shopco's or like the you know the Kmart's or whatever and then just like find them for like a dollar and just like buy them all up you know yeah but oh, nice. yeah it can be it, it can be difficult too like you said like it, it all depends like we've all had different polls some are way easier than others in different regions yeah, I've noticed a weird lack for my collection of Forsmen for, I think, the French and, to a lesser degree, the Americans. So, I've got some Cursed Captains, but yeah, for, it seems like there's, like, random lacking of, like, specific generic crew types for different factions in different yeah. states. 
Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cars then, are tough to find for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Same here. Huh. I mean, I think I had to like you know trade someone a full ship for one once on mini trading or something. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> yeah. That's why oh, I like goodness. to proxy the little paper chips for a generic crew. It makes it a lot easier. So that's yeah. what I always do with new players because then they're never lacking for captains and helmsmen. Because I don't really want to dump yeah. down my fleet so much that they only use like a musketeer and I can't use a captain because I feel like I'll win because of it. So I just give them, you know, a bunch of like free <laughs> captains, helmsmen, oarsmen, explorer. When I give them like a few things for their collection, then they can just make fleets normally from the from the get go rather than trying to pull a captain which could take a lot of money <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. yeah and, 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 and some of those senior crew like are so essential like you know like you know like like, like a captain and, and the, you know it's like that how can you not have one and the move and shoot is just so it's so it's so crucial yep. oh yeah for game for playing sure. you know yeah yep and so then, you know and then the extra movement and basically um yeah, the helmsman, and then you know, sometimes I like to bring a musketeer in. I'll throw him in on a two mast ship, so I can at least have three mast. But uh, I don't really. I very rarely use explorers. You know, I don't. I uh, God, I barely use the change spot. You know, change shot, the smoke shot. You know, you know. I played one game where I used the fire pot, and that was a lot of fun. But those guys <laughs> don't tend to get used. You know. Yeah. I. I yeah, I find there's not a lot of points left for them at the end of a build total, unless you're doing like 100 points or more. You almost always want to go with like two warriors. Captain Helmsman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. even like an oarsman on every yeah. ship instead of like a smoke pot specialist or something like that. Yeah. Yep. I mean, at least you're, unless, unless you're bringing a sack captain and you want to just like throw guys away, I mean, yeah. that's, you know, like that's, you know. And, you know, just like, uh, but, you know, some of the specialized crew, name crew, well, I, I, I pretty much, I, I tend to only use like one in my fleet. You know, I'll usually make him like my main, my main captain, yeah. you know, yeah. unless I, you know, unless I make sure like, like if I'm playing games against Linda, I always make sure we have total parity. So if she has, if I have a name cap character, I'm going to make sure she has one or at least two, you know, and, you know, and the same thing for, uh, or generic crew, you know, it's like a, it's a one for one on the ship. So, you know, and now when I play my friend, uh, my friend Jesse, who in Santa Fe, it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a total warfare and you just bring whatever you're going to bring, you know, <laughs> you know that's basically the guy I've been playing all these games with, you know, since the seventies. And, you know, he kind of, you know, we started playing Dungeons and Dragons together and, oh God, I want it's like, oh, geez, like 1978 when the game was still new. So, and then, so it's like, I've been loving games my whole life. So, and I've, you know, I've always loved the pirate movies as a kid, Treasure Island and that kind of stuff. So when I found out, when I found pirates, it was just like a, you know, it fit like a hand in a glove. It was just, I just love this game so much. Yeah. The only thing I wish I could have just got more people to play. You know, yeah. I went through a phase of trying to, I gave away so many cards. Yeah. Uh, just trying to get people started, you know, and and sometimes they would, and then I've about tried the getting a couple people started, and um, yeah, one of my yeah. brother's friends and one of my aunts, yeah, I, I, I had them build that. a ship, and they were like, oh, that's cool, yeah, and then they put it down and left, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. I've noticed that anywhere. people hmm. only play if they play with me. Like if I leave them with stuff, they won't play with other people or with their family and stuff. At least not that I know of. So yeah. they, end up, they only play with me because well, I give them the stuff. And have any them. of you tried uh, open pack tournaments? Not in like, no, not because they don't have spare packs. packs laying around. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, I do, but you know, yeah. Well, <laughs> you, 
was last, oh no, it was this past March. I was sitting on um, Spanish main packs and I actually like put together a whole tournament and everybody loved them. And I think it's a lot of it. You know, we, we played pirates. Um, I got like the group back, you know, from high school that we, you know, we all played pirates, but I think a big part of it was like opening the packs and like, there's that level of ownership, I think. Cause you know, when you just like hand somebody cards, it's kind of tough to just be like, oh, this is yours now. You know what I mean? When, you know, when somebody yeah. actually like buys in, you know, cause like I had like a, it was, I was able to do like a $3 per pack buy-in. So it was, you know, just about market value, you know, um, like back in the day anyway. And then, you know, like for 12 bucks, like that's you know, you're in the tournament and you get four packs, you know, um, it, it, like you said, it's so tough to do now. Um, you know, but like when you can, it's, I think there's that, that extra level of ownership really helps get people in it because everybody was into, in, into it like that day anyway. Interesting. Nice. Yeah. I've given people packs before too. Um, and it's fun. It's fun. Cause one player pulled a fort and they were, they were actually able to use it, I think in their next game against me in a really cool way. So that was fun to see. So that's nice. really cool. Yeah. Do you mind uh, talking about how you got Nobago Deuce or no? You don't have to share off. <laughs> sure, man. No, absolutely. So, um, yeah, I just, I think it was the one that you made the video on, like I the the eBay listing. Um, well, the $500 it, like, one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're that guy? All right. So, yeah, man, and I've had it since last year. I honestly can't remember the month, but, yeah, um, you know, I was I was so incredibly lucky. And believe it or not, you know, that was um, the last the last ship that I had to uh, had to get was from the Pirates of the Caribbean uh, set. And it was one of the one of the green ship promos. It wasn't Sea Nymph. It was the other British ship. I honestly don't remember, but it was. Yeah, I just had to get it, and I just put it in, and yeah, I've got like all the pirate ships, crew, everything, man. Nice. Awesome, that's awesome. I know. I it Sweet. took me only like six, or well, no, like ten, twelve years, but hey, no, <laughs> no, no, this this is a this is a long quest of treasure hunting to collect this whole entire game. I've been at it for fourteen years, and I still haven't gotten everything. You know, it's just like it's. it's yeah, I, I have to say, like, I was really lucky, um, you know, because they were like, I won't like, I don't want to like bore people with all the steps and stuff, but like. No, 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 this, know. we do not find this boring at all. This is the right crowd <laughs> to tell these details. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I remember, um, yeah, I, w I was, I think 18 at the time and I raided uh, Strike Zone Online when they still had pirate ships. Um. Um, they, they had like, they used to have like quite a few pirate ships and they were on the cheap. Um, and I just remember like buying, you know, like I'm obviously like I bought packs after packs, but after that, you know, like there were some packs that I just didn't really enjoy buying over and over again, you know, for like the same stuff. And I just wanted to get the set. Uh, Mysterious Islands was one of them. And I just, I went through and I, I got all those from strike zone, you know, I got, and I kept like my, my, I guess like along the way I set separate goals for myself. So I really liked the cursed. So my first thing was like, well, I want all yeah. the cursed chips, you know, that was my big thing. So I was like, okay, get all the cursed chips. That was my first goal I met. 
Um, and then I really loved sea monsters. Um, so I just went ahead and like, I tried, yeah, like got out of packs, traded, did whatever I could, got all the sea monsters, except for when I found out Raptor Maw existed. Ah. And then I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> I didn't complete my goal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, cause there was a time when all that information was so limited and, you know, hard to find on the internet, you know, I know Ben like did and, and all, and I know like, yeah, I'm sure a few of you like did a whole lot to like bring that stuff to life and, and uh, miniature trading I know did too, you know, cause I didn't know Raptor Mall was even a thing for you know, years. Um, but then I was, it was just like silly goals along the way. Like the 007 ships, you know, the numbered seven ships. <laughs> I wanted to get those, you know what I mean? Um, but it was just all these little things. And just like one day it was like, I think five years ago, you know, my best friend who had like, I think a more, uh, insane and awesome goal. He ended up getting all the, um, English Digimon cards, like <laughs> in existence, like all, like, you know, one of each, uh, which is kind of insane. Um, but he, he just told me like, dude, you, you gotta be pretty close. You should go for it. And like, I put it all down and it's like, you know, the game had been dead for, you know, however long. And I was like, well, I don't know, maybe, but I just, I put it all down on a list. I'm like, I'll just go for it and I'll see how close I can get, you know? And that was before like Raptor Maw or Obago Deuce or anything, you know, but yeah, it was, it, it's been a crazy long journey. And like, I think, I don't remember, I think somebody mentioned like, you know, real life gets in the way quite a few times and, you know, <laughs> Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want to overspend or anything, but you know. Yeah, it, it's, it's hard to, there's times where I've seen auctions or I've been close to winning and just, I just had to walk away. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And same, I, same, you know, there was, there were like 20 different times. I'm sure like I could have won that British, uh, ship thing. And, uh, the, the one from Pirates of the Caribbean, the, I, I don't remember which promo it is. Um, it's not sea nymph. That's all I know. Uh, but, um, I, I just had, and it to, wasn't the you know, Neptune like, either. Like, the I gotta other make pirate one month, you know, or, oh yeah, that's right. Sea nymph was the pirate here. Let me look it up. Yeah. I got the master spreadsheet loaded. You said British or pirate. It's, it's the, it's the British one was the oh. last one that I had to get. Well, there are two British ones in that set. Yeah. Here, let me open my Google docs. Yeah. Phoenix. And, Cause I have it on uh, here. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, the Phoenix. It was actually HMS Diamond. That's the one. Oh, okay, yep. So that was the one that um it was it was in a um like um like a, a listing with a bunch of uh POTC ships. And I I it was like it was going for like there was like a starting bid of like 99 bucks. And I'm like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to drive it down. I'm going to wait it out. And then I'm just going to be like, I'm going to offer him like 70. And then I did and I won it. And yeah, I I got them all. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. Kind of crazy. You know, I honestly, honest to God, you know, I, I really, I never thought I'd get Obago Deuce, especially after, you know, like, I, I'd offered, um, old man, um, it was close to 500 for it, but he, he's like, he's like, it has to be crazy. It has to be crazy. And I, I offered him that and, you know, and that was along with like the, uh, 
Mysterious Islands promos because I didn't have. I was going to get him to part with those. I'm guessing he had doubles, but, you know. <laughs> he yeah. Probably had, he probably had triples of those things, I swear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, I generally, myself, if I don't have a double of it, I don't play with it, you know, until I can get a double, you know. And that, and even that even counts for like common stuff if I'm trying to get a set together, you know. Just, you know, that's just a collector in me, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, but, uh, not to make you cringe or anything, but I've definitely played with chips that I've not had doubles of. In fact, have you, popped, a, have you played with the Bogadoosh yet? <laughs> no, that's maybe the one I won't. <laughs> I did play with Raptor yeah. Ball though, um, which Whoa. is pretty awesome. Um, I I had a um, it was it was before I I moved. Um, I used to live in Wisconsin. And I moved to Pittsburgh, and uh, before I moved, I wanted to just have like a super legendary battle with my friend. And what I was like, well, I was like, well, what's the what's the most like epic opponent that we could face? And we were like, well, how about all of the ten masters? So we just put together all the <laughs> ten masters, <laughs> and and we gave them, um, yeah, we gave them like each a fort as well to protect. Um, and the goal of the game was not to sink all of the ten masters, but to shoot down all of their forts, because we didn't think that like. They, you know what I mean? Like, we didn't set them up to, you know, basically we set up the game so that, like, we were going to get crushed. Um, but we actually ended up beating them. And I did have Raptor Maw on my <laughs> side, along with uh, Davy Jones that could, um, it, from the fire to the Ocean's Edge sh- uh, uh, set. Um, but yeah, the all powerful one. Yes, the all powerful one. Um, I really liked the effect, and I was able to take control of, um, I believe it was Guichan for a turn with the nice. effect, and I was able to. He was close enough to, or she was close enough to one of the other ten masters, and I just blew it away. <laughs> so that was pretty nice. Awesome. <laughs> there were some really cool moments, but yeah, I, I, I'm one like I'm certainly a collector, but you know I. I, at the end of the day, they're made to be played with, you know, and if I get a chance to, you know, Obago Deuce is the one, though. I don't know if I will. <laughs> oh, God, no, you there's can't break a mask listed, on that. But there's yeah. not five, five masks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I don't awesome. know how you'd play with that. <laughs> yeah, Stu was the one that built it for the picture of the Obago Deuce, I know for a fact. So I don't know if there's any other pictures of a built Obago Deuce. I don't think that I've seen any. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I that's 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 an awesome that's an awesome story. Yeah, yeah, I haven't played with any ten masters. Yeah, I have, I have one, I have two built, but I like I said, I I just haven't got to my with my wife at that point yet. So, um. I have the two that came with the ankle jug collections that were built already, but oh, I'm still trying to get her with the regular shifts. What I do is each with each game we play, I throw something a little more complex, a little more crazy for both of us to do. And because, uh, you know, I just, you know, my wife really wasn't a, my wife 
plays Dungeons and Dragons, but uh, recently I'm getting her into miniature games. So this is kind of a first for us where, where it's like, you know, like combat and rolling the dice and complex rules and stuff. And, and, but, but she caught on a lot faster than, than I thought. And she actually wins a lot of the games that we're playing, you know. That's really cool. That's really cool. Um, I know, um, my girlfriend and I started kind of a um, campaign of sorts. Um, we each Ooh, took this like, is interesting. Yeah, we each, yeah, we each took um, like piratey names. We're not like I think our next step is actually to like make um, pirate cards of ourselves. <laughs> um, ah. But we we started with the Spanish main set. Um, I could probably like I could eventually maybe share a, a Google Doc. Also, for anybody who who doesn't believe me i can definitely take pictures of my collection i'm not uh well, i'm not here to troll anybody <laughs> well what uh, you should do is um, like what's that you should do, uh you should join the facebook group i would yeah i i don't have facebook i've yeah I, but i i could certainly yeah. like i definitely you know like try and follow along with like the you know like i i follow along on youtube i know like yeah. ben uploads a bunch of awesome videos and well, you know i love you know, those you don't have to worry about doubting it, you know, us doubting you because, you know, I mean, we're such a small community. I mean, why, why would you lie about that? Because we'd eventually find out. <laughs> it's yeah. a healthy thing to yeah. lie about. Yeah. True. But, you know, but, yeah, the thing is, is, you know, but, yeah, but, you know, it's like, it's like, you know, it, it's such a small group of people playing this that, you know, we, we recognize your like achievement of getting all the cards, you know, yeah. and it's just like, you know, when you tell your normal friends, you probably just go like, oh, you know, like when I tell, tell my friends about games like this, you know, I just, you know, it, it's hard to, it's hard to reel them in, you know, yeah. you know, oh, and actually, actually what got me to reel my, my wife in was Johnny Depp, you know, it's like, <laughs> like, hey, baby, look, Johnny Depp's on the, cause before she used to, yeah, cause before she used to call him my little ships, oh, your little ships, your little ships, you know, and kind of tease me, she used to call him, and I used to play Warhammer, she teased me about that too, and then finally when I scored a bunch of the, of the Pirates ones, you know, hey, I said, hey, baby, look, uh, Johnny Depp, and then I also got the, the, the rare one, the super rare, the translucent one. Now that's one of the few times I actually put a super rare together, and that's the one she gets yeah. to play with when she plays against me. Is that one? You know. Oh, that's cool. So, and yeah, she yeah. Gets to be Jack Sparrow. Oh no, always. She's always. You know, nobody gets to play. <laughs> and then so what it is is, um, you know, back in my old place, I I have all the Ocean Edge tins, and I have all the nation. I have all the fleets in there, so you can just grab a fleet. Nice. And everything's in there, except nobody touches the pirate ones. You know, only my wife gets to be those ones, you know. So, but yeah, yeah, it's, but that was a great way to reel her in. And now also, it's also as awesome now too is, so now when I'm like uh, shopping for ships, it's like, hey, baby, look, I'm buying some ships for your fleets, you know. So now I can, you know, so it's like, you know, it's a win-win situation, you know. It's a win-win situation. I like that. That's good. Hypothetical yeah. question, um, Ernie. If I miraculously showed up on your front doorstep and wanted to play a game, how much trouble would I get in if I insisted on being pirate? No, no, you can be regular pirates. You just can't be the Disney pirates. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Right. The Disney pirates are the ones. Unless you brought your own, and then we'd have to break the rules of the universe thing. You guys could be doubles or something. We yeah. can make it some kind of alternate you know, scenario, you know. You, know, you uh, could be like the Star uh, Trek one where you have the goatees and you're the evil ones, you know. <laughs> I guess no UPS. We're all coming to you with my custom ships. All be afraid. 
Oh. Yeah. Yeah, your custom ships, I would love to see some pictures of that. I mean, that's that's one thing I've thought about but never really tried making yet, you know. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah that would be the awesome custom ones that I've made so far are just um, me uh, putting together a bunch of duplicates and modifying the cannon ranks on them. Sometimes the artwork, but usually I just like, you know, okay, let's find, here's a hull, all right, let's find four or five masts that look like they can go together and then I'll uh, muck around with the cannon ranks with a Sharpie marker and something sharp. No, and then I'll put it together thought, and voila. Have you thought about maybe trying to like print little dice, the red dice, and maybe like paste them on? That's what I was thinking about trying to do. Because, you know, I bought in so many uh, like, like shiplots. Oh, no, just like uh, on the little printer, you know, just print the little, you know, and tape it and glue them to the mass themselves. Nah. Or is that just too much work? In there with like, you know, a little scraper and a Sharpie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to I think the I used crowning achievement is like probably hero clicks. Oh, sorry. It's all right. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So, I think the only thing I've got like a leg uh that'll either make people really happy or like really really cringe. I made a custom 10 master. <laughs> what? From which one? Yeah, I mean like <laughs> What? I think it looks pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, it's called the Yaoshuan. Um, basically, long short of it, ability, it can just go underwater like the Disney Flying Dutchman. Ooh, nice. That's part oh, of its nice. ability. And then I think it's I put like it together with... Then? Yeah, when it's underwater, it can't shoot or be shot at. Um, but it can still move around. It would have to come to the surface to do any shooting. And I made it with spare bits from a Celtic Fury and a Shuizion from Savage Shores. Nice. That's nice. really cool, man. What uh, what yeah. faction? Oh, it's cursed. <laughs> hey. Of course it's cursed. Awesome. <laughs> That's what I like yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. I think um I think the cursed had it uh in this year's uh summer campaign. So if you go back and watch uh, those, I think at some point it shows up. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it in multiple games. It does oh, look that's awesome. cool. Yeah, I like that one. Oh yeah, I've got old pictures of it uh, here and there. Uh, I'm not sure where they are now, though. But they're either like you know stuck on photo bucket, or oh, they're God. on a uh, post image. I forget which. I, I I get emails from both photo bucket constantly now, saying my account's overloaded, and <laughs> I've been deleting stuff like crazy, and they're trying to get me like for some cash. I'm just like. <laughs> washing my hands of them anyway so they're just like i just ignore them Th those go straight into my junk folder in my inbox yeah, yeah whatever dudes i can't yeah. be bothered with this yeah. <laughs> like you keep sending me reminders and you haven't done anything about it yeah obviously it's not higher on your priority list man so oh, i can just yeah. you know get by with leaving whatever's on there on there besides now i make video reports so i don't have to use your website so yep. there nice <laughs> very nice that's why they're shaking you down for cash. They need a revenue stream. They can't sell the, you know, the printed mugs and calendars and stuff like they used to, you know. Interesting. That's the main reason why I got a photo bucket account was to get some of that stuff made, you know. Huh. Really? Yeah, oh, I cool. never did, though. I, mean, you know? I knew they offered that. But yeah. yeah. I never did that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they offered yeah. that service, but I never listened to yeah, it. Yeah, I, I uploaded some wedding photos, and I was, I just procrastinated and never, never got it done, and and then I, oh. you know, that's just how it is, you know. And when you, when you're a man.
Hey man, you have all these good intentions, but man, there's just so much to do. You just never get it done. Yep. Your honeydew list is always so long. You know, I hate to bring reality into it, so you know, but <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Like when uh, you know, like when my daughter was really little, I really got any gameplay in. You know, because you know, you, you once you have kids, and that takes away all your free time for a while. But you know, I actually used to play Hero Quest with her and her and her uh, her cousin. You know, so. So playing games with kids was not a you know uh, not a new thing for me when it came back to pirates you know that's why I was so comfortable <laughs> with it too and plus my big thing too is is I really wanted to have a positive image of uh, of adults playing games for the kids to see that's why uh, I would always play Warhammer with my buddy there at the game store because before you know because we always play at my house and we could drink beers and stuff but I always thought it's important <laughs> to. To have a positive role model for kids to show them like yeah see grown-ups still play games and they can still be fun and you don't have to quit playing games when you're an adult you know and that's really important you know uh and it's like uh you know just, just playing games is just a great interaction with people i remember my nephews when they're in their video games i was trying to get them into pirates i was trying to get them into warhammer because i was concerned they were spending too much time with video games but I could just never get them away from them, you know, into like 3D solid games you can touch, you know. And some people yeah. just can't, some people just can't, just can't do it, you know. And I, for myself, I love that 3D aspect of the pirate game and putting them together. And, yeah. and actually half the fun is putting them oh, together, yeah. you know. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it's, it fulfills like a craft, you know, kind of ability and, and then a game. And, and the fact that it's so small, it, it just, it makes it awesome. You can just like put, you know, get like a little band-aid box or a little game card game box and you know carry them around and you know just have a you know you can play little games at work or at lunch you know <laughs> yep that reminds me one our collection between my brothers and i was really really small like you know at one point every ship i think this might have been even back when i was the one who had ships and they didn't because they broke all of theirs putting them together i managed to keep ships together but all of my ships fit into, like, you know, a pencil box that you would take to school. Yep. And nice. right now, that pencil box, <laughs> I still use it, but now it holds all the four and five and six value coins, as well as all the unique treasures. Yeah. So the ships don't fit in there anymore. I have to, like, I mean, I think I ported my ships over to a a Trofast bin from Ikea. And even <laughs> that's, like, you know, not enough, almost, because that's getting full. I'm like, okay, I either need to get a second bin or I need to get one that's deeper. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's hard to find good storage. Yeah. I've had to expand my yeah. box collection over the years many times. Now the, now my parts collection is like sprawling all over my room. So yeah. yeah to Ernie's point though, I was yeah. able to, when I played with Randy in Las Vegas a few weeks ago, I was able to bring a fleet in this little tiny box that was maybe like three, three inches high and like four inches wide. Um, that I actually got uh, from a trade from Pirate AJ-14. So I was able to reuse that and bring my English fleet and their uh, associated crew in that box. So it was really awesome. Yeah, and it was pretty sturdy, so it fit in my suitcase. So even though it's kind of fragile, um, you can still... It's still pretty portable as a game, especially compared to some where you need a big box just to have all the complements. So, yeah, I love that too. Oh, God, that that was Warhammer. Yeah. I had to carry. I had like three little suitcases to carry my little army, you know, and then a bunch of books. Yeah, that sounds crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, that, that game kind of expired. They don't make it anymore. So after the 30-year run, they stopped, they morphed into a different game. And then all the guys I used to play with just, just stopped playing, and they went to a different game. And yeah, and that was just, you know, it, it's hard to find a good game community. It really is. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I haven't tried the Vassal thing yet. You know, I keep meaning to try, but my biggest hurdle with the Vassal thing is is I like to touch the ships. Yeah. I love yeah, to see my little 3D yeah. islands and, you know, in the, in the mm-hmm. tablecloths. It just, it just makes it kind of fun. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you know. I'm always amazed by my how. My friend and I have actually been talking about using, uh, getting on and trying to use uh, Vassal as well. It looks, it looks awesome. Um, and you know, since it's a great way to use the Obago deuce without actually punching it out <laughs> without punching it out. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, no, I, I think, um, like, because my friend and I like both now live in different States, like, you know, across like 13 hour drive or whatever, it's probably like the best way to still play pirates. I think, you know, um, yeah, but yeah, that would be, yeah, I've, I've definitely yeah considered it, even though, you know, like, to your point earlier, I I love like actually punching out the ships, building them, and like I don't know what it is about them, but it 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 is just like I don't, it's one of the best feelings ever. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's seeing seeing something that you build, and it's it doesn't take a long time, and it's just I don't know like having that concrete ship. It gives it, it gives you a great sense of accomplishment. It does, and it's, yeah. it's so it's so quick to build. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. 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 But I, I do like the idea of Vassal, too. I'm, I'm yeah, going to be checking that out over the holidays for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah. Eric's and I and some others like Vassal so much because you can play longer games on it. Then you don't need to deconstruct the setup and then set it up later on or leave it on a table for, like, mm-hmm. months on end. So, and, yeah, we're still playing CG4. Eric took his turn yesterday, and then I played today. So that's been going on since April 2018. And there's no, you oh, know, wow. physical limitations. We don't have to be in the same location to play, and we don't yeah. have to uh, to reset it up for every session, which is gold. So, yeah, that is nice. That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because my last game, I tried to set up. My cat like totally jumped on the table and just destroyed it. And, you know, well, oh, before I, before I used to use felt. And so if my cat jumped on the table, I would, you know, I can grab her and pull her up and it wasn't a big deal. But, um, when I was used, I was using, um, the Warhammer put out a game called Dreadfleet where it was like, uh, like these little ships, but it comes with this gorgeous silk tablecloth that looks like, it looks like an ocean. It's mm-hmm. awesome looking. Oh, but nice. so I was using that. So when my cat jumped on it and I went to go pull her off, I mean, her claws just stuck and just pulled the whole table off, you know, it, just, <laughs> it was really a bummer. Whoops. You know? So that was the last time I tried to play. You know, that was a couple of months back. So now I'm just going to wait till everything's all cleaned up and I can just lock her out of here. You know, just kind of, <laughs> you know. But it's yeah, it Ben was, and I played that uh, the Waterworld game last night. Yeah. And then I'm going to have a match with one of my brothers to decide who gets to pick the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> You guys gonna use the, the the sleigh? Use the sleigh, yeah. No, we don't <laughs> have the White sleigh. <laughs> Either. Nah, we I don't actually have used the sleigh in game once. It was pretty yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna nice. break it out during Christmas, even though you know. And like I said, I and it's crazy because I actually paid like like what I think like fifty six, fifty one dollars for that thing, you know. But you know, so and it's actually funny because in a lot, some guy gave me one as a freebie. <laughs> 
but it's all oh, like nice. water stained and it's like it got all jacked uh, up so oh. i think i'm gonna that's okay i think i'll probably put that one together and use that one or if not i'll just put you know but actually we have two good ones we, you know we actually scored one for like i waited a while back and and I got one for like like for forty bucks, so you know, not as not not as high. But that was that same weekend where everything was going crazy high, and it was like bidding wars. And I oh, think geez. it was me and another guy from the Facebook group who were like bidding on, on a bunch of stuff at the same time, trying to complete our collections. And you know, just prices mm-hmm. got out of hand. I think there I were think like one or two lots that weekend yeah. that I was in on. Yeah. Mm. There was a lot of great use stuff the sleigh on the twenty fourth. I believe the ability is unlimited movement. I think I could be wrong on that. <laughs> like a I'm sea pretty dragon. sure that's a real part of the card. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, it's house rule. I don't. I don't yeah. think that's a house rule. Here, hold on. Yeah, I'm break. I'm breaking out the binder right now. Yeah, no, oh, nice. Oh yeah, no, that's what I remember. <laughs> Beware. <laughs> Beware. Here, hold on. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's see. Yeah, that sounds cool. My binder ships right next to me too, but for a different reason. Yeah. <laughs> you building a fleet for the game? See, that play? or the BCW box. <clears throat> uh, no, no it's because uh, the binder that I keep my ships in, on the front of it, I have like you know an economy resource value chart. So it's okay. just extraordinarily handy for me to have, like you know, for the solo game that I'm doing, the SS project. Uh-huh. Interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so right here, actually, okay, so um, it's not on the cards, but it's on the slip that's printed with the pack. Um, it's the Whitebeard's Raiders faction. It says that in games played on December 24th, this ship has unlimited base move and cargo capacity. Nice. <laughs> so go to town, man. <laughs> well, listen, I don't want to um, keep invading... You guys are stream. I appreciate you coming on. I, I uh like having me on. That is awesome. Thank you for joining. Yeah. Thank you. Oh no, no, yeah. It's a, this is like this is a call in. This is just for everybody. It's just oh, yeah. for like, you know, this is my first time taking part too. I've been always a oh, long time awesome. listener, you know. So you're welcome to hang out and just chit chat, you know, just oh, yeah. no unless you have to go do something, you know. You know. Uh, I got I got dinner that I gotta get going oh, on. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. I, I appreciate yeah. it, gents. Yeah, thank you for awesome, coming on. Awesome. It was great to hear the story. It was an it was a, it was an honor to meet you. <laughs> yeah, honor to meet you all. Uh, awesome. safe sailing. Yeah. <laughs> yep, thank you. You got your round, man. Awesome. All right. Bye. Yep. Yeah. I'm so glad he got his mic issues cleared up. We never would have, we would have missed out on all that great stuff if, if yeah. his mic would phone would just would have kept messing up. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm zooming I in. Sure. I think because uh, he was on mobile. I think what was happening was um, his speakers and mic were picking each other up in a feedback loop. So it's huh. like one of us would say something, and his uh, speakers would pick it up through his microphone, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Well, that's cool. That was awesome. Yeah, that was nice. That was a. There's not. I mean, there's not many. It was like having that... an unexpected, you know, guest star. Yeah, yeah. there's not many people that. Yeah, because remember, everyone that's working here. To be able to. Well, God, when that auction happened, we were talking about that for weeks. You know, yeah. just like wow, you know, it went oh, for yeah. five hundred bucks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> just like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I actually messaged the seller and confirmed that it had actually sold for that much, which was cool to see. So. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, well, it just shows that there's, there's, you know, there's a silent face behind collecting this game. You know that we, I mean, there's probably just tons of people we never even talked to or are, are still trying to fulfill their collections or are playing games that we don't know of or they have no idea there's a Facebook group for it. You know. Yeah. 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 There has to be so, at least some amount of activity going on that we don't yeah, know about. It just, it, um, yeah, it just can't be us. It just can't yeah. be us. Yeah, and a lot yeah, of people. That's one are, thing I always, you know. I always hope it's just not a, uh, just us. Yeah. You know. And yeah, a lot of people are opposed to Facebook or they might not have time to be a part of the online community. They just play in real life. Yeah. It. So yeah. I remember on Basel, I think yeah. it was either this year or last year, I was just on randomly, I think, and two people were on that I, I didn't recognize the usernames or anything. And they were just playing a game like they had scheduled it or something. So I was like, oh, cool. So I don't know. <laughs> on Basel? Uh, yeah, on Basel, yeah. I don't remember. Hey, cool. Yeah. I gotta try and get our friend that moved up to him. Um, I think it was Oregon. I gotta try and see and get him online for stuff. Yep. But uh, he knows JW, uh, my brother, more than he does me. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna put that on JW to get him on. See what happens. Yep. Alright. I mean, you should be down for Vassim. The guy was able to build a gaming PC, so... Uh-huh. He's oh, not wow. not tech savvy. Wow, that's impressive. Build it from scratch. Yeah. Uh, I think he went and bought parts. Okay, like he bought yeah. a hard drive, bought a case, bought some stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, or, or had parts go. given to him. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Jeremiah, mm. the Nine of Spades, might jump in soon. That'll be awesome. <clears throat> All right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I'm here. Oh. Awesome. Hey. Welcome aboard. Unmuted, everyone. Yeah, I haven't uh, talked to you since uh, the opening of CG3, I believe, in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say it's been a while. I don't think I've heard your voice. Yeah. Well, we did a live start to that game, like the first, I don't know how many rounds. Exactly. Like five turns, I think. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> really? I remember it fondly. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've actually been rereading the uh, Vassal Campaign Game 3 battle reports lately, so it's been fun to check out. Yeah, I'll need to catch up with CG4 because, I mean, it's been going on for a very long time now. Yeah, it's been going at a really slow pace, so there hasn't been that much, but it's been getting more interesting. Um, and I just played a turn today. Yeah, your pirates are looking like the runaway favorites, Ben. Yeah, I mean, there's 12 factions, so it's going to take forever. Um, but yeah, I, pro- I might do a better report, I'm pretty sure, for my turn today and maybe my last turn um, sometime this week, probably. So, yep. And yeah, I was just showing that on the stream, the, the CG4 archives. Now I got CG1 up, but yep. Yeah, if we can get CG4 to come back around to me, I might be able to squeeze out one more vid before you have to go. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. And when is that happening, Ben? When when do you take it off to the Navy? Yeah, December 14th is when I'm leaving. So, yep, very soon, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, CG1 was awesome. And you're going in for uh, officer, general seaman, Navy, just what? Yeah, officer is the plan right now. Yep. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Jeremiah, have you played lately or no? Not since the summer, really. Yep. So it's been a it's been a bit, you know, the semester starts, things get pretty busy. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was able to teach a handful of people at college, but I never, never really got the whole group thing going as much as I wanted to. But, oh well. Partly because I, I love campaign games so much, and CG1 happened when I was still in college, so I just can't resist the pull of the campaign games. just irresistible. So, But that was awesome, Derek Snipes. Yeah, I remember CG1. Oh, God, it's amazing. That was a fun one. Yeah, that was, it was about as perfect as campaign games get in terms of you know how well it was played out. And it, was, it was not a rushed ending. It wasn't even lopsided like CG2 and CG3, so it was, it was beautiful. Well, long game's a lot of fun to play because it takes off that pressure of winning right away. So you actually get, you know, you, you can really stretch it out, you know, just like, yep. you know, and, and really try, you know, and just, you know, really take your time and, and really play out the strategies more than just like a little 40-point game exactly. where you have to do everything like in a rush, you know, and, and everything, you know, you don't have the extra points to try out stuff or have extras. I mean, in like in the 40-point game, it's just down to the pure essence of what you need to win. Yeah. yeah, like exactly. five yeah. little ships. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, like in, in, in the big game that Linda and myself played, you know, a couple of summers ago, I mean, I, I, I broke out a lot of ships I never would use before because winning wasn't an immediate issue because we were playing the long game of whoever got the most gold, you know. And so, I mean, we we're able to bring in a lot of ships that probably never saw gameplay, for at least for me. You know, because they weren't, you know, they weren't the solid winners. They didn't have the best, you know, best abilities or at the point cost. You know, it was, it was just like it was more about trying to get as many Spanish ships and British ships, you know, I mean, French ships on the table as we could. <laughs> yeah, that was one thing that really stretched me in CG3 was uh, learning the French fleet and all that they had. Just starting to go to miniature creating, finding all these various niche ships that you have that need specific roles. Yeah. Yeah, that's and then on top of that, I think CG3, we opened it up to customs. Oh, oh yeah. right. Yeah, we did too. Yeah, so many options. Yeah. Yeah. Here, here's all the custom things. <laughs> like, oh, good grief. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorite things about the campaigns where you can you can use ships you never expect to use before and in roles that are completely not viable in a smaller game. Like some kind of, sometimes the medical barge concept sees action where you load up like a ship with a lot of cargo that's not that good with like a ton of shipwrights that you can distribute on like the back lines of a battlefield, stuff like that, that you just never see in a regular game that's finished in a day. You get to experiment with in campaign games, which is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And also being... Train exploring, use... like for me, this summer, in the, in, yeah. the, in the summer game. Yeah. And you get to be able to use stuff like the L movers and things like that. You can use like a bunch at once, which gets really crazy, especially with the curse. Um then you can start moving uh -huh. opponent, like multiple opponent ships at the same time, things like that. All sorts yeah. of crazy stuff to happen. <laughs> yeah, some of those abilities really seem almost only viable in a large game because the point cost is just not worth it if it's under like a hundred points. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like possession yeah. is eight points when it should be like three or four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it seemed like the point cost team was just like all over. Like just like very from set to set. It was like it was almost like you know like the same people weren't like point costing it throughout the whole thing. You know. Yeah, it's just definitely some turnover. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, with those kind of game designing companies, you know, it's it's a. Uh, a lot of freelance people, you know, they switch to in-house. I mean, it's just, it's just hard uh, to, to keep that, you know, a, a creative force behind the game for the the whole run, you know. And I mean, I, I mean, I've 
you know, I've been playing games for a long time and I've yet to see that really happen with anything, you know, unless it's like an independent game where it's like a, a labor of love where one person's like doing the whole thing, you know. Yeah. I think we're just fortunate that Pirates took off and I, I, I the way it did, and I think it's the being able to build it and, and the durability of the plastic that really helped, you know. I mean, here we are buying packs that haven't been produced in, you know, in, you know, almost 20 10 years. plus years you know. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And, and here we are, you know, they're still in, you pop them in that pack and they're still great and sturdy, you know. I mean, if this was cardstock, we'd be having a hard time trying to get this stuff going. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would just be so the, rare. The plastic and is sturdy yeah. for what it needs. Yeah. 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 It's kind of like, you know, it was really, really old Lego sets. Yeah. But, you know, I've gotten some pirate ships that had a little fade to them, you know, and some of the used stuff I bought. You can tell they've been, you know, you know, not really taken yeah. care of, kind of beat up. You know, I think the last lot I bought had a lot of, like, stuff that didn't match, you know. I think a good, like... Yeah, the mismatch, the spare parts. Yeah, I think I had, like, 40 deck plates, at least 40 deck plates that didn't match the ships. And, you know, so... Oh. But I got, it, I got it for so cheap. It was just it was just hard not to get it, you know, just like... And I did get some good <laughs> stuff I needed. Um, but, uh, but I did get a lot of mismatch stuff, you know. Yeah. But, that, but that's okay, because I, I, when, when I finally do get around to making the customs, that's that's my fodder right there. That's what I'm going to There use. you go. Yeah. yeah. I think I got a lot like that, and mm-hmm. that, you know, started, like, you know, this... I've got like a little box of just like, you know, pieces to ships. Me too. I've got like, you know, yeah. uh, I think like a bunch of like hulls to small ships and like a bunch of mass just in this thing. It's like, okay, I want to make a custom ship today. Where do I start? Okay, let's just dump yeah. this out and see if there's anything I can put together. Yeah, I have the same no, thing in like have a you tried like painting, Have you tried painting the bodies or just, just kind of like, or like, do you cover up the names? Uh, I'm not brave enough yet to take yeah. uh, paint into these things because I think someone on miniature trading said that there's like, um, the fine finish, what makes them shine a little bit, is yeah. a protective layer as much as it is a sealant. So yeah. if I wanted to paint them over and have it really stick, I'd have to scrape them down uh, so that it was like, you know, completely white and then come at it again. Yeah, yeah it's just now, too much. Now, I could probably, you know, I could probably do it if they're still on the card. And I could just rub sandpaper over it. Yeah, um, that would be easy. But like, you know, individual pieces, like, okay, that's a little difficult. Yeah, because you that's wouldn't That's one of the reasons mass. I just stick to yeah. Sharpies. Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting to see that 3D printed ship on the Facebook group, if he will oh, print, yeah. uh, paint well, on That was Todd that was doing that, right? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, God, so. yeah, yeah. Now, what about that other member that made the giant, crazy, huge ship that's all translucent? Yeah. Did you even That's another three D printed. No, he cut it out of an yeah, acetate and exacto knife. Oh, he also made like a giant custom like sea monster too. God, I, he's only posted just a couple of times. He's kind of new, I believe. Yeah, he was the one that posted the yeah. videos on YouTube about one of or both of them, at least one of them, uh, not too long ago. So, yeah, yeah, Black Phoenix yeah. on YouTube. That's what it was. No. Yeah. Now, I remember a while back, oh, God, was it last summer when, like, the, the homemade one sold for a good amount of money? The homemade dragon the guy made? Was that Raptor Ma? Oh, God, was that it? I, was like, I remember that there was the guy who made his own custom sea dragon. 
I think he made one and used the stats or something. But I remember it was homemade and sulfur. I actually, it was kind of, that was it was a neat job. But yeah, but it was like a homemade one. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. That he sold. I'm not recalling that. Yeah, I mean, I'm remembering yeah. there was a guy who had like you know cardboard uh, like sticker cut type things of Raptor Mall that he was yeah. selling for like you know five bucks a pop. That might have been him. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Hopefully that guy didn't get in legal trouble. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know. It. Yeah, with the game this old, it's kind of, you know, unless, you know, you know. Not worth it. Yeah, the it's not worth it. Not be worth it. No. But it just need to see people try to make their own stuff for the game. That's what's cool, you know. And then, like I said, Ross's oh, yeah. islands are so awesome. His islands are just gorgeous. Yeah, those are amazing. And then, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean. He inspired and, oh, and me to start making and, islands. Uh, yeah, and speaking yeah. of islands, I couldn't believe how much the island set sold this last time around. I mean, that was crazy. Huh. Yeah, they've mm. gotten more expensive over the years, definitely. Yeah. Well, the, the thing is, is my, my friend gave me one set, and he bought it for three bucks at a, at a thrift store in California, and he gave it to me as a gift when he came back. Nice. And then I think the second <laughs> one I got, I think I paid maybe like $28 for it. Yep. But then the guy threw in the booty finder for free when I bought it. So that was awesome. You know, and that thing's like hard to find. Yeah, those are weird. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the rock word to use. It's not really very, it's not really, <laughs> unless you're going like in a straight line, they're awesome to use, but it, it's just kind of awkward. It's not very functional. Yeah. I, I use the, the Explore coins uh, a lot more that came with it than the actual booty finder itself. The coins itself is a great accessory. You know, to let you know who like who explored this island, what your home island is. You know, it's a it's a nice little accessory. But didn't obviously just sell for a good amount of money as well too, if I remember correctly. Which you know, one? like thirty, forty, uh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I know Gale Force Nine didn't really make that much stuff for pirates. I think they just made what. The two island sets and the booty finder, and they had that one, uh, the one ship. And the ship. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They made some tables too, but I don't think those have been recorded as still being around, at least from what I remember. So, oh god, those must have been expensive. They were making tables. Yeah, well, I think it may have just been convention only. I don't think it was like something they were selling normally. I don't think, oh, okay. but I don't know. I could be wrong, actually. But yeah, yeah, some pictures of like convention tables. They're really cool, actually. I want to say some might still be available, especially on Board Game Geek. That place is a gold mine in the files and the picture sections are amazing at Board Game Geek for pirates. And uh, one of them had a nice whirlpool and the other one was like an Ocean's Edge type setup. Um, so it was nice. pretty awesome. Yep. I still want to try like a live volcano idea sometime with like duplicate ships and like a volcano that actually erupts. But that'll have to be a long project. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I talked about that a while back. Mm. Logistics of that, I think you'd um, you'd need some kind of viscous material. I think. Yeah. Either that, or you would have to settle maybe for um, a bunch of confetti and a fan. Yeah, <laughs> slime. Yeah. That would look just pretty nice. Slime, you could just pump through it. Yeah, the craziest thing would be to use like some kind of like acidic solution that would actually hit the ships. Like real lava, but that would be really. Uh, I like that. Probably, yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably set off like a chemical reaction with the fumes, though. So, 
Uh, yeah, you never know. I mean, yeah, uh, I think you tried putting ships in water. Yeah. <laughs> I know that you tried putting ships in water, Ben, and they're reasonably waterproof, kind yeah. of. But yeah, um, let's not try putting them in vinegar or hydrogen yeah. peroxide. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, and you have some really cool terrain in your pictures as well, Ben, and uh, some of your stuff in there too, so... Yeah. You know, I, I think terrain is a big is a big uh, really just makes this game so much more enjoyable and adds a lot of strategy to it when it's more than just a straight shot to the home islands. You know, I you agree. Go around stuff and yep. take the risk of shortcuts at a at a, at a danger. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we had some terrain in last yeah. night's games. Eric's and I. He got really lucky with the three virtues. It went into and out of the fog ring without having to do ring around the rosy at all. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think uh, I think Wolf was one of the people that made scans of the regular train and then kind of like uh, expanded it on like a computer and then printed out like a new version in like paper format or something. And it may have been like... Oh, it was like supersized. Yeah, exactly. It was like a big reef that was like maybe a foot wide or something like that. So. Well, that'd be nice. It'd be nice yeah. if they were actually a little larger instead of trying to overlap them. And yeah, I mean, that looks great, but you're always bumping them and having to readjust them. Yeah. And, you know... <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I've started to want to put sticky tack underneath underneath yeah. them to actually just keep them in place. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh. Well, the other thing to do is play on like you know a fabric surface. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I'm not sure what the uh, what the correct term is if it's static electricity or um, the surface tension, whatever it is, will keep them more or less where they're planted. And I mean, if you like really hit them. That. Yeah, just the friction between the two fabrics, well, or the two surfaces. Yeah, yeah, it ought to keep it ought to keep them in place. I mean, like uh, ever since I think it was the um, the 2016 summer game that I did, every single time I've done it, um, tables have like you know some kind of like a bed sheet I think on them, so like to dissimilate the blue water. Yep. So you know. Uh, Ben and Xerix, is you consider like the four main campaign games, and of course you can add like uh, economy edition and all that. How big of a role does the map and the terrain, uh, how it's designed, play? Because I feel like between each of the main four campaigns, you really see quite a difference in the map, and that really surely changes the game drastically. Yeah. Do you mean? Uh, Are you like talking the about the Vassal games? campaign games, or just yeah. campaign games Ben and I have played? I mean, it can be both. But, I mean, the train functions essentially the same. Yeah, I would say it has an effect. Um, but in like CG one, CG two, CG three, there wasn't as quite as much stringed terrain that was stringed together. Um, CG three had more, and then CG four has a decent amount. But I would say the whirlpools are one of my favorites because they allow you. Um, to do these surprise attacks, which I've become kind of famous for, at least in terms of Xerix playing, because uh, CG2 and CG3, I did it yep. in both games, and then, of course, in Command the Oceans. So I still haven't played too many games with the terrain strings together, like huge, long strands. I remember I did play a game like that a long time ago. There's no pictures of it where it affected things quite a lot. Um, but yeah, in campaign games, I would say whirlpools can be, can be king quite often, um, the Americans had those reefs to contend with and command the oceans, but unless there's like a massive barrier like that that would completely prevent a fleet from crossing, a lot of times um, you can still get through bottlenecks. Well, a fleet of anything more than one master ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, like a battle. I guess maybe um, island placement is you know more essential because if things are uneven or you just have good clusters of islands, that can really hamper or hinder, wait, hamper or help people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's both sometimes. Um, the campaigns, most notably, my you know my summer games, not so much in the Vassal campaigns. <laughs> Excuse me. There's been a more or less parity in those. But my summer ones where I have, you know, a couple custom terrain, like the first time I used the portal uh, terrains uh, with the special gold on it was that, you know, economy game in 2015 that is still talked about controversially to this day, where basically someone farmed out all the valuable gold and got like, you know, to 1K gold really quickly. Uh, A similar thing happened again this last summer where... You know, um, factions were able to exploit what was near them uh, or like, you know, find ways to get around um, and get to what they needed without actually getting resources. Yeah, I remember when that's the... mostly island placement, though. Uh, yeah. yeah, I remember when the feet uh, you... was able to get a ton of that super valuable silver or gold uh, right near the French home island or whatever. And that was that was. A key yeah, from that there. winter um, um, economy. Edition yeah. Was, yeah. <laughs> We were younger and not as um, uh, inclined for fair play. At least yeah. Ginger wasn't. Yeah, and then the, and um, the opposite tack. Um, Rob Kozai's wife in CG three had a bad home island location, which really hindered the growth of her pirate oh, yeah. fleet. Well, so, no. so that's kind of going on the opposite yeah. tack. So yeah, it definitely matters a bit. Yeah. Far away enough from any island that you couldn't get there reasonably quickly, and with that giant uh, string of reefs, made things difficult. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about terrain uh, is the custom terrain I created called the Storms. Oh, yes. Uh, those had a big uh, effect in that same winter game. And every now and again, whenever I introduce, like, you know, the real, real, real big hurricane one, um, whenever that shows up, it always has an effect because everyone's like, ooh, okay, we got to sail away from that in order to, you know, stay away from that entire side of the map because that thing's over there. That is one terrain that I'm surprised they didn't introduce in the game because storms are just like always historically have been very dangerous for ships. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's Spanish Armada. You know, if they ran into like, you know, a typhoon or something, it's like, oh, we lost half our ships. We'll still fight the English anyway. Bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could, have, they could have just had it move random like an iceberg. You know, it would have been easy to do game mechanic wise to have a storm. It would have been too hard. Exactly. But one thing yeah, I, I mean, noticed exactly storm, how I set mine yeah. up. Yeah. But one thing I noticed from watching that game where you did have the storms, man, they were devastating. The ships barely survived them. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, they so were, you, they were, you wind up stuck in the storm, you roll a dice, yeah. that's how many masts you lose. Yeah. And, and you yeah. can be sunk by the storm. So, yeah. Pretty much a one master is dead. Yeah. Uh, five masters can be killed. Ten masters have like you know the best chance of survival because they're so large. Well, but, the you know you got to roll yeah. for it every turn. Yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah, it's a it's a neat idea. You know, so man, that's what's really great about all this custom stuff we can do now. Since there's no more official rules, you know, we just have the to keep it interesting. We just have to make up our own stuff and and to keep it fresh. I mean, that's like when Linda and myself oh, yeah. tried that sea monster experiment, which tend to be, which was, you know, we try, we're trying to, at the time, we were playing a lot of zombie side, and in zombie side, if you're not familiar, you play like a group of, uh, a group of uh, humans who have to run around 
uh, city while zombies spawn or return, and the spawns, uh, the zombies are, have like a gaming AI where they always go to the nearest human, they always do this, so they kind of, you, you play against the game, you don't play against, you play with each other like a co-op. Yeah. So we're trying that with the sea, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we're trying that with the sea monsters, where the sea monsters would pop up, you know, like two L's away from you whenever you took the gold from the island. So at first, you know, you know, they would just show up and, and stand there and you, they would just get blown up. And then we added the captain ability to them. But then that went to the other extreme and that made them way too powerful. You know, a sea, mon a sea monsters <laughs> with a captain ability is just, it's really powerful. Even the sharks that were pretty weak became like ship threatening, you know. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. To that uh, yeah, point, I made like three sea monsters with a custom keyword that as long as they had all of their segments, they got plus S to their base move and they had captain. Yeah. See, wow. that's so one yeah. of them was a shark that in addition to that keyword also eliminated two masts with every hit. So it was like, you know, that's a really nutty shark. Like, watch out. Here comes Jaws. Yeah. <laughs> well, I love the sea monsters. You know, I was, I was really, when Ocean Edge came out, I was really kind of like, they were a neat addition to them. You know, they were pretty neat. You know, because I've always liked, you know, the old movies and, you know, Captain Nemo. Yeah, yeah, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Yeah, that kind of, that's basically where Giant I got my pyrex from, you know, was growing up watching those movies and on TV and stuff. But, but yeah, I love the sea monsters. Some of them are, you know, just are, you know, they're not that great. They're, they're neat looking, they're, but they cost a lot of points. There's a few that are really overpowered for the points. I mean, I actually played the one that shoots the fire. I mean, that one was just really <laughs> devastating to use. You know, the five, the fire breath. You get the one shot, but God, it, I mean, you, you, know, you hit more often than not. And and once you set something on fire, it's pretty, I mean, it's, it's pretty much over. You know, it, it's hard to recover from that. Yeah. So Ben did this, I think, first in his economy edition game in 2015 or whatever it was. Uh, but he stacked up a bombardier with a fire pot specialist and I think exploding shot and or fire shot. Yeah, both. Wow. Because all three of them have different triggers. <laughs> yeah. You could use all three of them in addition to the bombardier cannon. Oh, so <laughs> four fire masks potentially if you get lucky yeah and then i did get lucky and hit all your the, shots like hmm, yeah the, the, well. paul, the paul revere got lit up for all four which was crazy <laughs> i was shocked when that happened so yeah that was amazing and then of course in cg1 a lot of my fire shot in the spanish battle fleet backfired when i was fighting the french in the middle of the ocean but oh well and actually oh yeah in my turn in cg4 today i've got the selkie um with I think the the UT from uh, RTSS I think, and then she's got the sniping ability and she's got equipment, so she's shooting at like four L range. So she took a shot at the uh, a custom Barbary Corsair ship called the Osiris from my Epic C set, but she missed with a four. She needed a six because of the sniping ability. So yeah, there's a lot of fun things you can do with the equipment, and there's still a lot I haven't done with it, especially chain shot and uh, double shot stuff like that. So. I think you know that um, the ability like sniping really becomes uh, a lot more useful if you actually start doing that simultaneous uh, firing that you talked about. What was it, two podcasts ago? Okay, yeah. Because then suddenly uh, actually idea. being out of range is useful. <laughs> yeah, a few pot shots out. That's a great idea. Yeah. 
will make things like flotillas even more powerful. Yeah. And then God Mason's like more idea of doing like the super can with the, you know the power cannon, just the stacked abilities, just becomes <laughs> <laughs> a fun uh, idea. That I think would be like you know most egregious on uh, yet another one of my custom ships, a French one called La Triumph. Oh boy! Uh, long and short, you can triple the range of the cannons. Oh wow! Now yes. all the cannons are naturally S, and I think I ruled that um, um crew that would make the cannons L range like a crew that wouldn't work. You'd still have you'd you'd still get triple S, not triple L. But I think if you put power cannons on that, I think I would allow it to work. So <laughs> yes, I can shoot at you from six L away. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you'd still have to roll like you know the six. Um, and or do some other unique treasure combinations where, like, you know, just spam the runes. Like, okay, I rolled, like, you know, a bunch of sixes or something. Yeah, because it's hard enough to roll the fives to get the double, you know. Or is that a six to get the double range? Yeah, six. But you, 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 you could add a world hater. Yeah. and it would help a lot. Plus one. Yeah. 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 You could add a cannon bonuses on top of that one. Yeah. Yeah, the Selkie, I found the UT, Eye of Maru from Return to Savage Shores says, when this ship is given a shoot action, you may double the range of one of her cannons. So if you combine that with some of that other stuff that was just talked about, I don't know if the max Ooh, is yeah. 6 or 8L, but it's it's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah you, could shoot, you could shoot somebody from your home island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Never have to I can't be shot at, I'm Dr. Home. <laughs> you can't shoot me, la 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 la. That's the kind of thing one of my brothers would do. Yeah. And or me. Yeah. Well, Ben, you can speak to this because I know you do a lot of historical reading, but large mortars were used on some ship of the lines. I don't know what their range would have been, but I mean, the idea is not like ridiculous. Like it was, I think, used at some point. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, um, John White on the on the game last night, he was talking about doing bomb catches, which uh, Captain Mike actually has some of those in his custom set. So yeah, we were talking about similar stuff last night. Yep. And yeah, I like the idea, and speaking of not being shot at, I uh, I experimented with something kind of randomly in CG1 where Academia, which can't be shot at while docked, was docked at a Ford Island. So you could put either a crew with that ability or obviously a ship with that ability built in docked at a fort or just a wild island you were trying to defend as like extra defense. Then it's mobile as well. So I'm thinking about oh, yeah. trying to get Maybe uh, Bianco's haulers from one of the late sets onto a ten master to like guard an island and can't be shot at the whole time. And then of course ramming and boarding it's probably not going to work if it's a ten master. So that's a that's a nice one I might try to experiment with sometime too. Cancelers aside, yeah, I'm kind of doing that with submarines and just uh, sea monsters. You just park something submerged, and typically people don't plan to you know have like the ability just to shoot at submerged objects. So besides cancelers. That's another way I've done it, where to defend islands or key points. Yep. Nice. Yeah, you're down there with impunity. <clears throat> yeah, I love the idea of, like, zone control with, like, extended range and sniping, stuff like that. That stuff is always fascinating to me, even if it's not the most practical way to go about it. So. Well, that was kind of the goal of some of those customs I made, was to kind of give people the ability to build zones of control. Yep. Not only with like forts, yeah, the lighthouses, the lighthouses too. Yeah, yep. nice. Yeah, maybe some lighthouses will appear in CG four eventually. It might just take a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
I mean, there's a lot of room for play testing to see if they're not, you know, broken, which they may very well be. Uh-huh. Well, only one way to find out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still uh, have those somewhere, uh, either here on the on the Discord server or at Pirates with Ben? Um, I think they're posted on Pirates with Ben. I'll have to check the uh, custom, the organized custom thread. Yeah, I'm pretty um, sure they are. Yeah, it, right, it's cool. possible that it was in the first initial pages, which were kind of disorganized a little bit, I think, until uh, Ben made changes to how the uh, threads work. It was like way back when we first started. Yeah. When he first started. Yeah, I'll try to find it right now. All right. Yeah, we reviewed a ton of them in the in some of the podcasts when we went over our customs a while back, so that was fun. Yeah, I've got a, I got the forum search up, so I'm gonna use that to see what it what it unearths. You go look for those? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking for it as well. Nice. Yeah, there's a forum search and then the upper one in the with the dark background is like a site wide search. So Do you have stats on how many people visit the uh, website? Yeah, yeah, I have Google Analytics set up for this site. Yep. Yeah, so that's what cool. is your average like day to day? Um, I, uh, I can look it up in a in a minute. Um, try to load the page. I think it said like 130 forum visits per week or something like that. But let me look it up though. Yeah, it is fun to see. It's dipped a little bit the last few months, but I think it's partly because my posting rate of like site posts has been down a little bit. So especially once I finished uh, reposting battle reports, I was doing two a day for a bunch of this year. And then I think at the end I did even more. Yeah, than you, you were pretty active in your posting for a while there. Yeah. You were just, when you were porting a lot of stuff over. And, and, oh, yeah. And I noticed, you know, and then <clears throat> and I imagine you probably get like a lot of your traffic from your YouTube videos, I imagine, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, some of it. I've noticed the Google search results are really volatile. Like the Pirate CSG search, I was number one for like a few weeks or something a while back earlier this year, and then it was two. I think I got back down to like five or six, and then it went back up. So, but yeah, I think it might be somewhat dependent on posting more. So, yeah. Huh, I don't see it on the organized version. Yeah, I wasn't seeing it either. Yeah. Maybe it's on yeah. the custom, maybe it's like on the first couple pages of the actual customs thread. Yeah, I'm still or are you thinking about mini trading still? <laughs> it's um, possible. I mean, they were definitely there. Yeah, I remember. The, I remember seeing them uh, on the organized thread there at MT. Uh, I'm not sure about here, uh, Pirates with Ben. Yeah, and I. Uh, um, it's just me, Ben, and Kaz. It looks like here. And your organized thread. If we can't find them on Pirates with Ben, I'm pretty sure I have organized from MT saved as pictures. Um, so I'll look that up soon. Oh, but yeah, there you go. Yeah, um, yeah. It says something. Yeah, I have the spread. I have the Google Sheets. So I mean, not hard to find. Okay. Uh, nice. Awesome. Yeah, it says 190 active users nice. in the past seven days. So I guess that's. I don't know. Man, I gotta get JW to like you know share the links to his spreadsheets and whatnot, or his docs for his custom sets. Yeah, he's got like three or something, and I, he and I are collabing for like you know another one. Yeah, 
I agree so, with El Cazador here. The Triumph is a really beautiful ship, but yeah, like he says, uh, that triple range ship should require a natural eight, <laughs> like a D eight. <laughs> well, we have D eights. Well, that's another thing too. Like uh, my brothers and I have thought about the idea of like you know playing this game, but instead of using a D six, let's use a D eight or a D twelve, and see what happens. Yeah, God Mason, that was one of the main things he wanted to change about the game. I think he talked about it on one of these podcasts where you might work, use like a D20 for shooting and it would open up a lot of more room for abilities and stuff like that. So, And open up some possibilities with the luck side of things. I find it amusing. Yeah. What would be funny is Although if you try to get like a... Start using a different dice. Yeah. Yeah, if you start using a different die, then things get a little more weird. It's like, all right, so if you keep, you know, extra action of five through six, but you roll a seven or eight, do you still get it? I mean, yeah, you'd have to rewrite, obviously, most of the, a lot of the abilities, though. So. It might be like a 15 through 20 or something. But, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What was I going to say something about this? Huh. Oh, I thought that'd be the idea of like a a rank seven cannon where you have to get like multiple cannon bonuses to hit with it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you try to put like, make it like a custom 10 master. That's like really cheap or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's cool. Bunch of new people here today for the discord, like two or three. Yeah, I noticed that earlier, too. Yeah, nice. Cool. Yeah, something you said earlier, Ernie, like, oh, we're a small community. Uh, there's like 300 plus of us on the Facebook group. I don't know if that's small. Yeah. It's a matter of, like, engagement, though. Yeah, and just how spread out everybody is, you know? Yeah. Oh, Ernie left. Yeah, a lot of people come and but, go from that community, but anyway. Oh, there he is. He's back. But I'm about to call it a night, so it's good talking to you all. All and, right, yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. Yeah, I'll great put the organized you. spreadsheet on your form as well, so. Awesome. All right. Talk to you guys later. Yep, thanks again. Hey, take care. See ya. Hey, can you guys, can you guys? When do you think your uh, campaign will restart, Ernie? This month? Or? Yeah. Well, basically... <clears throat> We're almost done with the house. We're hoping they have it the storage emptied out by January. The big thing is, is I we do this on my day off and and you know and I'm you know I'm like fifty six and Linda's like fifty seven. So most of my friends are all about my same age. So it's hard to get help with furniture. And I live in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and our weather can get pretty extreme sometimes. You know, like it rains, we get snow. So my biggest problem is like help with the furniture. I'm hoping to start playing stuff by the first of the year. I already have all the lists written out for our campaign and all the ships and everything I already put in the, you know, in our fleet boxes from last time. Well, the game table is actually going to be yeah. bigger this time around because uh, because uh, now I, my man cave is a lot bigger. I have a bigger room um, so I can actually put a bigger table in here. Uh, right now I have my computer desk in this room, but I'm going to move it back into the bedroom because uh, since I moved it into this room, me and myself just don't spend as much time together and and that's not why we got married. So I'm going to move it back into there, which is awesome. because That gives me room for a bigger table in this room now, you know. 
And so, but I'm hoping to get stuff played by the first because I really miss gaming. You know, that last attempt I had of trying to get a game played um, it was a disaster because of my cat. So I just had to, you know, I'm going to go back to the felt where it wasn't such a problem with her jumping on the table. Right. You know, but, uh, and then, um, but basically with the bigger table, I think I'm going to be able to add more islands. And, um, and, uh, and basically we're going to skip a step because, uh, in the, uh, it's, it's going to be a three tier game where instead of having the sea monsters attack you, it was going to be like a pirate. The pirate's doing it and uh, to help, but, uh, but Linda's been, you know, but, um, but it was kind of clunky with the sea monsters. And I was talking to my buddy, you know, with, who played, you know, who played, uh, from Pewaukee, who plays Jesse. And we, it was kind of hard to, to have like an auto AI mechanism for, for the pirate ships. But the sea monsters was kind of e- easy because the abilities on the, the sea monsters were so limited. But with actual pirate ships, I mean, it's kind of all over the place to keep it balanced if they're, you know, to be on their own as an automatic, you know, entity. So uh, we're just going to skip that and just go right to the combat part of it where we're just playing each other. Nice. And, um, but we have like a lot of gold points. If I remember, we have like, uh, oh God, Linda has like 300 and something coins. I have just, I'm just like maybe like, maybe like less than 20 coins behind her. So we, um, you know, we're going to come up with a lot of ships. You know, we added a lot of stuff to the fleets. And then, um, and then this time we're going to put a couple of UTs out. And I'm going to break out my extra, uh, abandoned crew from the uh, Crimson, Crimson Coast set that I got, you know, during that last summer when I bought all that stuff. And, uh, but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing our campaign game because right now Linda's winning and she had the edge on me. <laughs> um, and then, and, and of course, too, you know, since I'm writing her list, you know, she has some, some really great combat ships, you know, so she has some, you know, you know, she has some really good ships on there and some really, and some good crew. Um, we still have points to spend. So I only bought the ships. We have points for crew. So basically, um, um, I'm going to use the, um, the three musketeer guys to throw on her ships. You know, I have, we have enough points for it. No problem, you know. And so, uh, and I have nice. all of them. Yeah. So, so we're going to, and so we're just proxy. Yeah. So we're going to, I'm going to throw that on, on her ships. So I think I'm going to throw that on, um, um, on her main ships. I'm going to, I'm going to make it super overpowered. You know, I'm going to throw all those guys on there. So, you know, so she has like the power ship and then, um, and then I'm going to bring in, um, oh, I'm going to bring in the fisherman and I'm going to bring in the giant crab, El Toro. I love that combination, <laughs> you know, so I told her I'm going to really? keep, yeah, well, it's great because you could just like run over the islands and just start attacking stuff and just causing all this mayhem, you know, you know, if you place them right, you can just run over islands, you know, and since he's a captain, you know, he can do, you know, he can just ride on the, it's, it's a really neat thing, you know. And, um, and then he also gets the extra movement because of the fisherman. So he can move, um, I think it's an extra L, if I remember correctly. Oh, so, Pescador? Yeah, Pescador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I hate to burst your bubble, but I Am think. I, have Pescador I been playing it wrong? A, okay. Possibly. Yeah. Um, so Pescador's ability is sea monsters with an L get plus L to their base move. Yeah. Uh, within L does not include the ship that he's on. Okay, so in this case, I've been playing also, it wrong. Man. Sea monster, yeah. Sea monster means sea monster, and El Toro is a titan. A titan. A okay, so I've been playing it wrong. Silly distinction. Time. Yeah, I've been playing it wrong. Silly. Yeah, it's silly. I, know, but, I wish you know, it was a creature. 
but then it would get weird yeah. with dragons. I guess, yeah. But yeah. 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 I, I think I made a custom guy like that. You know, sea creatures yeah. as opposed to yeah. sea monsters. Yep. Yeah. Well, there goes a threat to that game, so I'll just have to replay that one. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I don't really. Yeah, I don't recall any of the sea monsters being in the Spanish fleet other than El Toro, you know. There's Intermediaro, which they got in Savage Shores. Yes, I don't but have he's that. He's not really a combat squid. Yeah. He's like, you know, yeah. a gold running squid. Yeah. That's cool. We'll keep it more historical looking now if we don't have any more sea monsters. We had a lot of sea monsters <laughs> that first game. It got crazy with some of the sea monsters. It was just, it, some of them were just pretty overpowered. Like, mostly the. You know, the giant squids. I mean, those were just like, with, with you know, when you have a captain ability and you have like eight attacks going at you, you know, a lot of ships were getting sunk. But it was, a, it made it fun. It made it dangerous. Oh, yeah. I mean, usually sea monsters are just, oh, yeah. just like pretty on the board and they're not that, you know. But man, when I added, you know, the way we played them just made them dangerous. It was fun. Huh. I mean, it was really, it was a great way, uh, it was a great mechanism for us to raise gold for our campaign too, which was the main reason, you know. So we can actually just, you know, buy the ships and stuff. And, and we're both going to have ports this time around, too. So yeah, that's nice, too. So nice. it took a while because I had it took me a while to get a French port. Cause that's one thing I didn't really have is I didn't really have any French ports. And so, you know, I could introduce ports on my side until I can find one for Linda, you know, because I already had one for the Spanish already. No problem. But like I said, the big, the big, the biggest challenge for our games is to have the parity factor where I keep that like an equal balance, you know, power level, you know. So there's a lot of things I really can't use until I can get it for the French side. And so right now, I haven't really bought anything. After Christmas is over, and I get my income tax return, I'll have some more money to spend. But most of my eBay purchases have been like buying stuff for Linda's fleet, mostly French ships, you know. I'm not really buying stuff for my fleets too much as much, you know. Yeah. And then, of course, I just got a lot of cards. I really don't even need to buy cards. But it's fun to do it because I'm just, I'm addicted. I'm a, I'm a collector. But, you know, like if you guys saw my, collect, <laughs> my video collection, you know, I mean, I, I have a lot of cards. I, I still have a box I can't find. I know they're here because I took a picture of them here and I packed them in a box and I was moving stuff around. But that's all the limited edition box sets I have, you know. And, you know, that was by, you know, trying to get the whole set so the le boxes and that's back when you know they're still going pretty cheap you know but like i like i think i posted it before i think the days of um of buying stuff pretty cheap are you know are kind of like waning you know it's it's going to be yeah. you know it's you know yeah you know, as time you know, goes on you know and i didn't really start you know before i mentioned that you know i just mentioned it just to say it one time but i really started feeling that way when Hills ran out of the Davy Jones stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's when I really I started. Just, feeling, I yeah. Because before I, before I would say it jokingly, like, yeah, we're going to be paying a fortune for Ocean Edge cards. But now once Hills ran out of Davy Jones, I'm really thinking, yeah, this stuff is really running now, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, that surprised me when they ran out of stuff. And then they got it back in, but at a way higher price. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they must have, like... Either they're watching the market, or they just found some, or you know, yeah. I don't know. It's Not you know, restock. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know the ones I bought from that guy in the UK, the Ocean Edge boxes, the LE boxes. Them, I mean, they were like a dollar sixty-eight or something. But man, they by by the time they got here to the states, they were beat up. 
I mean, they were all like smashed and stuff, but, you know, but I, I only needed a couple to, to finish the collection of those guys and which I got, you know, but like I said, you know, I had to go send all the way to the UK to buy stuff now, you know, to get the deals, you know, and then, you know, sure. and, I, and it almost wasn't a deal by the time they had the postage in. It was almost like buying them from here, you know. Huh. Yeah. The shipping on stuff from overseas is ridiculous. Well, yeah, yeah there's a guy on mini trading who was like selling a bunch of stuff from England back in the day, so to speak. And I got like, you know, a couple things directly from him. It was like yeepers. You know, the shipping is like, you know, almost as much as what you're asking for for these things. It's like good grief. Yeah, because they, they had that bad tax. The value added tax gets added to the product when you buy stuff yeah. from, you know, overseas like that. I hear you it's know. worse trying to get stuff from Canada if you're stateside here. Yeah. I, I've never really bought anything from the Canadian sellers. And most of my stuff I try to buy, you know, within the within the states just to keep the shipping easy, you know, so it's not international. And um, Yeah. I know some members had some problems with, with, with uh, wild loot sellers with some of their boxes. But, you know, most of the time I've, I've only had one problem. With my shipment, that's because it was the UPS guy who left on the porch when, you know, left on the sidewalk when it was raining. And um, so uh, the box got wet. But luckily the seller had put in so much bubble wrap and so much, you know, extra packing on it that nothing was, you know, nothing was wrong with it. But but fortunately, I've never had any shipping mishaps, mishaps you know, with my stuff being damaged. Other than that one UK, other than that one UK purchase I got, but I'm just thinking it was because it was. uh, But also too, I noticed it was weird. The cardboard wasn't like American cardboard. It was like a weird feel. It was flimsy. It had a whole different build than the cardboard we we, I used. I'm familiar with over like here over here in the United States. So I think that had a big. I think that had a big factor to do with it. It was really very thin. You know. Sounds like a good thing to use for a dock. Yeah. Oh, God, it's already like, oh, look, it's 7 o'clock. We've been at this for a while now. I mean, time just flies. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like that. yeah. You're in 7. I'm at 6. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at 9. Yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I, 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 think, I think I'm um, mountain time is where I'm at. Yeah. Because oh, cool. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in Santa Fe, New Mexico. So we're actually like 7,000 feet up. That's our elevation. We're like way up here. So it gets pretty, it gets pretty cold where I live at, you know, so like, so like for the past few mornings, well, I imagine Ben, you're on the East coast. I shouldn't talk. You guys get mega cold. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but got, for the last couple of like, like, weekend, this past weekend, we yeah. got a bunch of snow. Yeah. 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 It's been like snow 21. So lovely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, today was kind of warm. It's only like, it was like 50 today. It was kind of nice. You know, huh. didn't have to break out the jacket, just the sweater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Derek, have you had any other games lately, or no? No, my myself, not really. I've been going through the cards and like repacking them in, in different boxes, and, and, and I've been trying to move stuff around. I'm having trouble finding trying to find a spot for my display boxes because the shelf that I have for that, I'm using it for books now. Um, mostly just looking at cards and you know, be, and and you know, just being on the Facebook group. I'm trying to spend a lot more time on the Pirates group now since you're taking off and I'm a, I'm a moderator there now. Oh, so I'm getting familiar with the, with the, the forums there. Um, cause, oh. but basically I work full time. So a lot of my time on the computers when I get home at work, after work, you know, and then my days off, I'm, I'm on and off the sites all the time. I'm always checking a lot of times. Um, 
you know, the only stuff I do on the phone for the groups is like, is like, you know, when members want to join. And then basically I, I try to take care of that right away when somebody wants to join. You know, I, I figure that's my, that's, that's what I do the most on the groups right now. And then, and then, uh, but I'm itching to get a game in. I mean, like I said, right now I'm repacking a lot of stuff and getting the game room set up. Uh, right now I set up three arcade machines. If you go on, uh, on YouTube and Google arcade one up, there's these little miniature arcade machines that are like about four feet tall. Okay. okay. Yeah. And they're, they're pretty, yeah. So basically right. that's my midnight. Yeah. So I bought like six of those. Okay. So these are all the arcade games I used to play when I was a kid in the arcades. Yeah. And so I built like three of those. So, and then like I said, I'm, I'm building furniture for the house. So right now my game time has just been limited to like the Facebook group, reading about stuff and, and, you know, planning stuff out, yeah. but I'm really itching to get a game in. So, yeah. cause like I said, it's nice. been, Oh God, it's been almost a year. This move is taking almost a year to get wow. done That's between, crazy. you know, but, but you know, buying a house is hard. This is the first time we bought a house and it's, it's been a lot of stuff we had to do. Yeah. And, you know, and so, and then, and, um, but it's been pretty nice. It's, it's, uh, this is the first time lending myself. You know, we've always been renters, so it's nice we got a chance to get a home. Yeah. And this is, and this, and then, and, yeah. well, it's nice because we, we're in a two bedroom. Uh, it's two story, three bedroom, three bathrooms. So now okay. my game room yeah. has a bathroom. I want to bring it back to Pirate CSG. I was going to ask Zerix if he's got any other games yeah. coming up. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Wrong guy. No, it's all good. <laughs> I don't know if you have any um, games coming up over the Christmas tree one or no. Uh, nothing planned. Okay. Uh, there, we might have a weekend come up spontaneously or something where myself and my two brothers are here and we're like, hey, let's break out the ships. All right, let's have a fun game yeah. or something. Huh. Um, but unless something like that happens, probably nothing uh, planned until, you know, next summer. Yep. Nice. When I we break out yeah, the tables and whatnot and play the campaign again. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, I'm probably going to get off soon, uh, unless you guys have more to say about pirates. Oh, no, 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 basically, yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty talked out. This has been pretty awesome to be able yeah, to take part cool. in, a, in one of these podcasts, finally, you know. Yep. So. Yeah, I look forward yeah. to reading about both of your campaign games eventually, so those are always Oh, yeah. Yeah, like I said, the start of the year is where we're hoping to get things in gear. Because, I, like I said, it's we're almost done with our house. Um, you know, the biggest thing is, is, is we like Linda and myself have always lived in a smaller home. Like we lived in a trailer, so all of our stuff's always been in storage. And so the big thing is, is just getting rid of stuff, you know. And that's when we've we've donated almost. Um, we've taken nine loads of stuff to like to like uh, charities and stuff. And now we're getting ready to take a bunch of toys. And uh, that we had from our grandson and a bunch of uh, clothes to a ladies group. But, you know, I mean, we're, we're kind of big believers in karma and, and keeping your karma account, you know, like well stocked. So yeah. we always give a lot of stuff away, nice. you know, and that's, that's nice. and I, I think that's why we've been kind of blessed with having money to spend on pirates and having an extra room to play pirates in. I mean, it's it's funny because uh, I belong to like a movie group. Uh, I'm, and I'm not a mod, but I'm a member. And huh. so one time I, sh- I, t- I took a picture and I showed a picture of my game room with the movies and the game table set up at the Pirates game. 
and people were amazed on how Americans have extra rooms for that. Because I guess in the UK, I mean, it's like small. You don't have like extra rooms for that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And so British like, Island is small. Yeah. Relatively so, speaking. Yeah. Yeah. It's so still I think large. Kind yeah. Of. So I, I think we're kind of lucky to be able to have like you know the space for like this kind of stuff, you know? And you know, but yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely at the first, you know, the first I'm going to get something going. Even if the house is not done, I'm just, I'm going crazy not playing a game at all. It's, you yeah. know, especially when you're on the on the page every day looking at people play and, yeah. and reading about the game and stuff. Yeah. It's like you, you got to play. You can't, but, you know, I have to be a grown-up sometimes, and that's that's hard. Yeah, yeah, I know that <laughs> feeling. I've seen, I've yeah. done that sometimes, too. I remember when yeah. Sturks, uh is... Uh, one of his campaign games inspired me to start another one. I think it was, yeah, yeah. it was that 2016 winter economy in that January. And then I played the experimental Camilo game partly because of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I know well, that really. feeling. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, guys, I'm going to go ahead and sign up as well over here. It gets, awesome. It's getting 7.06 and Linda's, Linda's going to be making dinner pretty soon because uh, my, my free time was the two-hour window I had scheduled. So. Oh, yeah. So, awesome. you know. All right. I'm going to let you guys go. And, man, it was so great talking and hanging out. It yeah, was awesome. Absolutely. Thanks again yeah. for coming on. Right. That was awesome. And no Until problem. Time, man. All right. You take it easy, folks. And you guys have a safe Christmas if I don't talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, you too. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Yep. Cool. And it was two admirals of the campaign games, as usual. <laughs> yep. Yep. But, yeah, I posted in the podcast the... thread earlier today. Oh, hello. About... Who's this? Hey, oh, guys! It's Randy. Hello. Welcome, newcomer. Trying to catch up on some stuff and running ramp because I just got home from work, but heard you guys talking, and I uh, was trying to get here before you wrapped it up. But here I am. I know you guys are trying to get off soon, but wanted to say hi. Hey, no, it's great Hello. to hear your voice again. Yeah, I know. I feel like I'm back in Vegas already. <laughs> right, buddy. That was great. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to get. All right, can you guys still hear me? Yeah, yeah, it's a little quiet, but it's it's all right. Cool. Um, Yeah, buddy, that was great, man. Uh, This was super cool. You guys did a really long podcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, you think this is long? (laughs) Yeah, some of them have been like three and a half hours, I think. Yeah. We actually had to split the Fire and Steel set review into two episodes with four people. So, yeah. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) That's one of the biggest sets, too. A lot of stuff on Fire and Steel. Oh, yeah. A lot of crappy stuff, too. I just got a lot of Fire and Steel uh, and a lot of uh, Rise of the Fiend stuff I bought. Actually, you posted it, Ben, on the forums page. There was, like, a big eBay um, listing with, like, a bunch of different stuff. So I bought it and had, like, 142 ships. Um, I ended up with 90 new boys. Nice. So pretty solid. That is awesome. Um, Another 50 for... My friend's collection that she's building with her son, so that'll be fun. Nice. That's great to hear about. Yeah, buddy. Very exciting. Very exciting. So I got a lot of building to do. Yeah. Awesome. And you've played... Did you play since our game on the 14th? Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, (laughs) my, my roommate and I... Uh, we play, we fit like three games into one day the other day. Um, nice. Just we were trying to workshop something. I actually posted about it that Bao Shuan set up with a bunch of different options for extra turns. Um, so we played one game where we played it completely wrong, <laughs> and uh, we kind of went back to the workshop, and then uh, 
he kind of found a way to to get it nice and, and tight where it didn't seem like it was any waste of points and it didn't seem broken either so it was good nice have you used that new island yet that ross made I did. We've used it in every game since since I got it. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. everybody says thank you. It's very cool. Yeah. I love how the yeah. tops are flat for gold, and then they've got the nice beaches you can dock at, too. It's great. Yeah, beautiful beaches. You can even fit some on the side. I'm trying to do that, you know, like the, the one with multiple beaches. But on that one, there's a couple of good dockable ones. Yep. You can kind of mimic it until I get some more. Yep. Nice. Yeah, I remember in Command the Oceans, I had a similar island uh, that the Spanish were able to build a fort on, and it just looked mm-hmm. amazing. It's just so cool. Ross does a great job with those. So, yeah, highly yeah, recommend those are, it. Those are gorgeous. Yep. Yeah, anybody curious? Got us inspired to try to to build some some custom islands. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Zarek's made a tutorial yeah. about that. I'm working on a couple right now, still. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> you build islands, too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, every every now and again. Uh, I did for the um, um the Ocean Terrain Contest in, what was that, 2017, 2018? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, I came away, I think, with the prize on that one somehow. I'm not sure oh, how. Oh, very cool. But... <laughs> Have you posted pictures of your entry, what it was? Uh, I did, I think, on Mini Trading. I'm not sure about anywhere else. Yeah, I think I have that saved. Ben might have them saved somewhere on Pirates of Ben, like, you know, saved from MT. Yeah, somewhere now. Useful tab. Yeah, he's got a tutorial video up on YouTube, too, of how to make some of them. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, It was a, a part one, part two of, you know, my approach, which was based heavily on someone else's approach. But there it is. Yeah. <laughs> it always is. Yeah. <clears throat> the first one, not so good. The footage got corrupted. I'm like, ah. But I don't think I can um, remake it. Uh, the second one, though, is much better, at least in terms of um, the footage not going wonky every now and again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, I'll have to check those out on yours, too. Um, you build stuff out of Lego sometimes, don't you, too, to play as islands? Oh, yeah, the portals. Uh, they're made out of Lego bricks, yeah. like, you know, the mountain pieces. Yeah, those are good. Uh, they're tall enough yeah. for um, uh, up to five or, and sixers to fit through, uh, but tens won't fit through them at all. So oh, well, they should. You, have to, you can't send a ten master <laughs> through a portal. <laughs> yeah. Or lose four mass just to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I like having uh, different yeah. sized custom arches that certain ships of a certain size can fit through, but then some of the bigger ones that are usually better ships can't fit through. That makes it right. pretty interesting. Yeah, you can kind of use a little salute to escape, kind of like uh, Jack leading the Spanish into a, a reef. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I've got some lads talking in the stream here on YouTube about um uh, the Star Wars uh, version of this game. Yeah, I've got some of the yeah, ocean train got two packs of three, but not all of them saved. So yeah, I don't know if I have the page with Xerx's submission saved, but you probably still have the pictures for it, right? The OTC three for your entry. Um, what now? <laughs> Do you still have the pictures for your OTC three entry or no? 
Uh, I think I've got them saved somewhere on like a thumbstick. Yep. Um, hang on, let me check real quick. Yeah, nice. Huh. Check my yeah, so now, so now Randy and I have uh, been on both uh, an in-person Pirates podcast and a virtual one. So that's a new new thing with Pirates. Yeah, Ben, I might be one of the only few people to have played a physical game with you. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, I've taught a At least of people. the group. Of the group. Oh, yeah. In, in terms yeah. of the community, still the only one. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be surprised if Derek and I meet up someday, but yeah, I might have to That's wait until after to you you're out of the Navy. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. nah, not yet. He's uh, East Coast. I am West Coast, Southern California. Yeah, and New York. There's so. a, probably yeah, a higher chance of you and I meeting, Randy. Yeah, than there is. Oh uh, yeah, right for now sure. For, Trust me, uh, I was. Ben. I was thinking about looking you up next time I go down there. Yeah, and I was just outside of <laughs> um, what do you call it? Where. I think Ross, the uh, the Arizona guy, I was in Sedona, and I think he's like twenty minutes north of there. Nice. Oh, you could go yeah. snatch up some islands. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I yeah. should have. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking That's, of uh, islands, I do have all the pictures uh, saved on a thumbstick from my ocean terrain nice. entry. Nice. So post them, and you can say it was at my request, so nobody asked why. You know. All right, I'll see if I can get them onto Pirates or Ben. Maybe I'll just yeah, uh, dump great. them into the random topic thread. Like, hey, anyone remember this? Yeah. <laughs> or I'll yeah, start, like, you know, the random picks thread again. That'd yeah. be nice. I think there's a custom islands and terrain thread, but I might be on the second page. I don't know. Oh, okay. I'll have to go looking for it then. Yeah, on the podcast. Bring it back up to the top. Yeah, on the podcast what? video stream, I've got up the, the picture when we were in that shop in Treasure Island, and some of those little, some of those little tiny treasure chests are pretty awesome. I know, I'm absolutely, I think I'm going to talk myself into it next time I go yeah. there. And I've been telling people about that location, and I really want to go back there and play. It's yeah. just like the perfect place. I know, cool. I've got the pictures up, and I want to go back already, so. Uh, <laughs> got to get out of the snow yeah. here in New York. Getting bad. <laughs> got I wish it would snow here in SoCal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard Vegas Most is going to rain. Vegas is going into the 40s, and I think so. Yeah, it's been intense out here. So there's some heavy uh, warnings. So yeah, some rough seas out here, guys. Rough seas. <laughs> rough seas in the desert. <laughs> rough seas. But of, uh, I think hey, when man, Ben comes back, you guys can all meet up here. This <laughs> the place to be. Maybe. Yeah. Rough seas in the uh, Treasure Island pond. Maybe the ships will capsize. Then we can finally steal them. <laughs> yeah, I think next time, I, mean, I feel like there's no reason not to bring an extra with me and throw one out there. Yeah. Right? I mean, oh, I no reason, it doesn't have to be a good ship. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's a lot of fountains in Vegas. You could throw some stuff in there. Well, I might get arrested, oh, you but it will be there. You could put Pirate CSG and coins. And or kick out of the restaurant. Pirate CSG coins instead of, uh, instead of like a penny or whatever. Oh. Instead of money, instead of paying for your food. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. That waitress would have been pissed if we left her gold yeah. coins. Oh, oh gold. trust me. <laughs> this is very valuable. I'll leave her a zero. This, this is, is very valuable. Yeah, this is a real 
<laughs> oh, Ben, Ben, Ben. I got in that set that I bought, I got the, the Cargo Master with the Zero. Oh, nice. So you got one. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> we were just talking about it. I thought that was cool. Yeah, awesome. And I got an American Helmsman, which I only have one of from South China Seas. I didn't have any other American Helmsman in my collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. Sometimes there's like a lack of specific crew, it seems like, for certain areas or certain factions. Right. Like for me, it's like French Horsemen, yeah. I think, is the main one. But, yeah. Oh, really interesting. I thought it seems like it's always Helmsman, because at first it was Cursed Helmsman. I got like three all at once, and then it was American. So now I got two. So that's probably the lightest. Yeah. Except for like, you know, named crew and stuff. Uh-huh. I'm just not realizing I seem to have a lot of generic crew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pages and pages of just generic crew. <laughs> Like in that Bauchuan set where there's just there was a whole page of oarsmen. You can just throw them as many as you can on there. Oh yeah. Uh, I think however, like, you know, in terms of like, you know, most generic crew that I have, uh, I think I've the pirates and the English have like the most generic crew, along with the yeah, Spanish. Absolutely. Cause there have like I been a couple like... times where I've gotten like huge lots off of eBay. That weren't so much high on ships, but had like you know a bunch of like crew in them. Right. Or I've just managed to accumulate that many somehow or other. I guess anyway. you'd have to imagine English and Spanish. Well, I guess only English being the one with being in every set. But they're the only ones in every set, right? Uh, I think English and more pirate. or less. Yeah. yeah, English. I guess maybe. If you count, if you're counting only stuff you could get out of a pack, then the English. Yeah. Technically, the pirates did have, I think, a couple uh, cardboard pieces in Barbary Coast. Yeah, oh, like, you okay. know, the version of Blackheart, you know, who is still a pirate, but allows you to get plus one to cannonballs against pirates. Oh yeah, the it was like a limited edition or something at the end, right? Yeah, promotional or something. Yeah. I don't know what they are. Yeah, yeah, like cardboard. Yeah, yeah, they don't punch out. The the crew tiles don't punch out. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think? What's your least amount of crew? Like, what's the thing you're always hurting for? Uh, Like in a campaign? I guess in real life, because on on Bassling, you just make it up, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cloning. Like least like you know what what faction has the least amount of crew in our collections or what crew do we run out of first in physical campaign games? Uh, let's go with the latter. Probably helmsmen. So what crew so. do we? Yeah, helmsmen Helmsman? and captains tend to run out very quick. Yeah, like you know in a, yeah. yeah in my summer games like every single ship, whether it's you know a gold runner or a gunship, almost every single ship has a helmsman. In some way, there's very form. few ships that would so the, um, that don't benefit greatly from a helmsman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the little um, uh, crew tiles for helmsmen, we tend to run out of those first for some of the factions. I mean, I think the Americans have like five of like you know actual like you know punched out little helmsman tiles. So after right. that, then we break out. Okay, here's like you know the not whiskets ones. Here's the paper ones that I printed off. It just says helmsman, and that's a helmsman. 
and then we're done. <laughs> it's just the helmsman. Okay. My roommate won't let me proxy. So, oh, <laughs> so oh. we don't proxy, How come? Yeah, oh, we don't no. proxy anything. <laughs> yeah, How come? He, he doesn't he doesn't find it proper. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> I did kind of sneak in. I, I made a uh I can't remember if it's a Rise of the Fiends helmsman, the Spanish helmsman. He's like got like a long beard and his hair's kind of flowing behind him. And they just say the crew name on it. They don't say what faction they are until you look at the back. So I kind of like glued the back of some random uh, cursed crew on there, and I stuck it in a in a sleeve, and I had him totally fooled for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. When I first started doing the paper ones, I was like, okay, I'm only gonna do like helmsmen, musketeers, and shipwrights. I'm not gonna do paper oarsmen, paper explorers, or any of that. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know what? Never mind. Let's do a paper of those guys, anyways. <laughs> okay, I will not make paper fire pot specialists. We have too many of them as it is. Oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> or fire shots for that matter. Yeah, that. Oh, yeah. I, I don't do the paper equipment. Yeah, I think I did. No do paper some named crew. paper F- FPS for fire pot specialists in the command the oceans, but not beyond that. Sometimes you run out of oarsmen when you get multiple sack well, captains involved, and you get like three or four on each ship. But it still takes a while. Yeah, I mean, I've Try run out of like, you know, the little paper ones that I've made too. Oh well. Yeah, after that, you just you're done. <laughs> you gotta stop. Yeah, like, or okay. you resort to the people. UTs. Yeah, the abandoned crew. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have any of those. Yeah, I only have the one card. I don't have that either. It looks so yeah, cool. it seems pretty rare. It's weird. Yeah. That's mm. the, one of the only game pieces to me that seems rarer than it is. I mean, the, I, some people do have multiples of the Crimson Coast rare version, but it took me a while to get yeah. mine. So, yeah. The luck of the polls. There's a guy on the community who's been posting who had the, got that Crimson Coast box, and he's been seems like he's doing pretty good. Huh. Yeah. I'm thinking going back to the coins or throwing stuff in the in the water at Treasure Island. I mean, the ships don't float, but I'm thinking these lightweight pirates coins would probably float in the water. I would think. Oh yeah, um, I'm pretty sure they would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as long as you put them in like you know, flat side float? down. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering if a ship would float on like a hard card sleeve, the plastic ones. Yeah. It's like a platform. Most likely. Yeah. Might be another thing I'll have to try. All right. What about a game on the water? I've thought about that, but <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Even if it was like a solution to that, solution to that, play it in like you know a very, 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 very shallow like you know bowl or tub or something. <laughs> bowl, <laughs> like you know, <laughs> or like a kiddie pool know, or something is what I was thinking. Yeah. I did that. There you go. <laughs> in a bowl, yeah, but like, like you know, like less than an inch of water in there, and just like you know, the ships will sail around. There still be enough weight for them to sink to the bottom. Yeah, so they might not move that much if unless you wanted them to. Yeah. I mean, that's similar to what yep. I did when I tested to see if they would float or not. It was similar to... It was kind of like a big pole, basically. But, yeah, you would need a really big one. So, yeah. I think with what a kiddie is, what pool... What did you just fall, like, fall over? Yeah. You just float on vertically or something? 
Most Northern. of them didn't work at all. But um, I think that it, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a video you can watch the whole thing. It's pretty good. Uh, I, I think I watched the submerged one. You had one submerged for a significant amount of time. Oh yeah, yeah, that pack smelled horrible. <laughs> that was weird. That was pretty really? bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, but yeah, I think it, in a kiddie pool, I think somebody would hit the edge, and then that would create like a wave pool effect, and everything would go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta be very careful. When you're playing this game, then <laughs> yeah, you can't just play willy nilly. It's a it's a game of precision. Yeah, well, I know that. I know about all about that part. That so you should have seen me command the oceans. Out. <laughs> I know all about that. <laughs> yeah, in command the oceans. Oh, I know about the precision, Randy. Yeah, I in command the oceans. I was knocking stuff over all the time. So yeah, it gets nice. Intense. And then it probably domino yeah. effect because they're close together. Yeah, sometimes. Yep. I say if that happens, they're done. They're sunk. <laughs> That's the force of Ben. That would be intense. <laughs> I think there's a picture on Borean Geek. Some somebody has like some hand of doom over the stuff. Somebody took a picture when somebody was about to move something. So it's like this big claw coming <laughs> in from the sky. <laughs> yeah. When I take uh, pictures of the games, I try not to get you know people in them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but sometimes I don't. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, <laughs> I have to repost it, but um, uh, the end of my 2015 Century of Empire game, like the last shot, it's like, oh, and the English are this, this, and this, and in the background, some giant's feet, because it's my brother who, like, you know, said right when I took the picture, just run through the frame. It's like, <laughs> bruh, really? Did you have to do that? <laughs> uh, yeah, I see. A I also tend people. to take pictures from the same angle because of that, which is yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I see a few people in the background of our Vegas game, um, but you can't make them out at all, so that's good. So. Well, yeah, they're just on. looking over our shoulder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are those two people doing? Yeah, I think you had... You had and why is that one with the beard so handsome? I don't know, it was weird. People kept saying that. It wasn't <laughs> me. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Zerx, you had a Godzilla or T-Rex on the floor one time, and I was super confused. I was like, is this part of the game? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was a McDonald's wind-up toy that my brother had. Explain this mechanic to me. Uh, <laughs> new sea monster, Godzilla. There is a, like a, a wind-up game scenario somewhere, right? Yeah, well... Uh, yeah, Caddy Captain Mike has a T-Rex in some of his games. Yep. Yeah, it was like a Jurassic World game or something I saw. Yeah. Yeah. So for a while, WizKids had like, you know, um, like buildable dinosaurs, I think, or something. Oh, yeah? That sounds like... Yeah, and that's what those were. Uh, similar um, uh, idea to the Pirates ones. Yeah, that you sounds punch like... Them out and put them together and voila, you have a dino. That sounds a lot like the Z cards more that uh, Mike Selinker talked about on episode 42. Sounds like exactly the same, I think. Yeah. What was it? The Z cards that Mike Selinker talked about in the previous episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, maybe someday Zerics can yeah. uh, join us in Vegas or LA to play a three player game. <laughs> Yeah. I come down. Perhaps I'll we'll bring one of my brothers and we'll have four. Yeah, or five. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll bring somebody in the last six. Yeah, and then broadsides attack. Massive will... multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, and then the 
your whole family will broadsides have... attack us to the bottom of the sea. <laughs> you always roll a six with it. <laughs> uh, uh, I recently, I started playing with, with my roommate's friends, so we've done some seven-player games, and it, it does get intense. Ooh. I think for some people, if you're maybe not as into it, uh, it might be a little too long with that many people. But if you're into it, yeah. every move counts, right? Every move is cool. So. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then you've got like, you know, okay, let's be friends until we don't have to be. And let's go get that guy. Right? Like, you go yeah, first, then idea, everyone yeah. else after you comes to get you. It's like, well, okay, fine. <laughs> and that pirate mentality kicks in. Yeah. Uh-huh. See, now I know not to trust you, Zerix. <laughs> testing him All right. for games later on <laughs> I already know not to trust Ben that was made evident <laughs> yeah that's something that uh, my uh, brother JW talks about he says that no matter what faction I play during the summer games I always seem to turn them into the pirates that's his opinion <laughs> Like you play like a pirate? Ah. Huh. Like, uh, his opinion is like, you don't just, you know, you can't just sink the ship. It's like, I'd rather you sink the ship. Don't, you know, take it back and use it for yourself. I'm like, nah, bro. That's what you should <laughs> Oh, that's so rude. That's so rude. Ben stole one of my ships in our game, and I was like, whoa, man. Aggressive. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> uh, you can't do it when you're yeah. eating so much, <laughs> Uh, Commander Temple might have been an interesting fellow to have in that situation. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. close to my home yeah. island, so it didn't take long to... Well, the game was almost over, too, so... Yeah. It was poor positioning on my part. Don't don't, don't not say it. Uh, I used Commander you know, Temple to like, you know, well and Basil. It's when people try to home island read him. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys, what's your next game? Ben, are you done with physical games for a while? Yeah, for now, at least, as far as I know. Yeah. Derek's might play a game okay. to determine who gets to choose the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, I think yeah, I heard something me about and that my other right brother, when I was Ginger. <laughs> okay, you going 40 point banger or 60? What are you doing? Uh, most likely, we're going to have a death match where it's like, okay, I'm going to choose my capital ship of doom to go against your capital ship of doom, and we'll see who wins. <laughs> Oh my god. Most likely it'll either be my Elo Cruzado or my Grand Temple versus his HMS Endeavor. Nice. Okay, I was just about to ask you if you guys have like quintessential big boats that you would go to. Okay. Oh yeah. Like, my go to for like, you know, situations like that, uh, it's either your Cruzado or the uh, Revolution Constitution. Yep. I love that yeah, defensive ability. Yeah, like, me too. Oh, oh you thought you eliminated any of my masts, but you didn't. No. Nope. That was the only thing in, in the last game that we ran that Bashwan uh, crew in was the only thing that could kind of contend with it was was Constitution in there, not dying. Yeah. So I kind of made him retreat a little bit, but it was for not. But it gave me a chance. I think, too, if you sneak yeah. up on a 10 master or if you get the first uh, shot in on a 10, you can wreck it pretty quick, pretty quickly. I heard yeah. someone uh, who... Um, with an extra action and the black watch went like nine for 10 against a Bausch one. And was like, Oh, I feel so much better now. <laughs> that was Person the, who owned the Bausch one we... was like, yeah. Huh? What happened? 
Oh uh, well, yeah, that 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 was the other ship we thought might be the the other contender because we we brought it in with uh, I can't remember what ship it is, um, but with has a has a double elimination on mass. You know, every hit takes out two mass. Oh, the Endeavor. Uh, but that, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't Endeavor. Um, maybe Spanish main ship. Uh, Spanish main British ship? Uh, English. Oh, yeah. I think it's the Lester. Less like yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, and that, but it just died quickly. Um, but we yeah. thought, yeah, maybe that's the the tech was bringing Blackwatch. That ship has never lost a game in our home. That was like my first ship ever. I opened up a pack. Ooh, the Blackwatch, sweet. I got a fiver. Gorgeous too. Nice right. ship. You got game Would you say it's your favorite faction? Um, what? Probably a lot, buddy. Uh, probably right. a lot. Um, I'm gonna definitely be playing some with these new ones. Um, so yeah, we gotta work some of the stuff in. We played a game with just the stuff I got from you too. Um, so yeah, we've, we've got a few games lined up. For the nice. weekend, I think. Very cool. We try to do more like you know, uh, like just brainstorm sessions, trying to figure out you know, like we both kind of worked on that ship thinking about what was going to be good and what would be good against it. And then, you know, the next two games were like, let's figure out how to beat it now, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So hopefully we'll get some more. Like scenario we, games? We were, well, we do a lot of scenario games, uh, but just more like, you know, we, we both kind of workshop a crew. Like just going through cards, going through books, and, uh, you know, coming up with a, like a good team, different good teams. Nice. We want to try. I don't know if you guys have played a game like this. So, a home or a center island in the middle, surrounded by uh, like a series of fog banks, where you kind of have to get to the middle island by going through, the, like doing a maze of fog banks, kind of. Nice. So you kind of got to work your way through to the middle section, and you can sail around in there. Yeah. I've done like a lot of fog. Rings. I haven't done that exactly, but uh, I've done fog rings. We tried to set that up kind of in our uh, water world game last night. Yeah, I think in order for that to really work, you gotta have like you know a double ring of fog, not just you know the one barrier. It's gotta have like two or three right. rings of fog around it. It's like okay, where am I now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I like that getting locked into another fog. Yeah, that's yeah. I think I did that for the um, um for campaign game three on Vassal. I made the gray shrouds is what I think I called it. Yeah. It's like a bunch yeah, of fog banks cool. in the lower left corner of the map. And there was an island in there that you got it was really hard to get to. Yeah. Okay, I see that. That's the idea. Yeah. Hey, I did the fog ring for uh I gamed the system. I used those fog jump ships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, just cold blooded. Yeah, I used the fog ring in the Barbary Coast tenth anniversary game with a bunch with some galleys, but then they got it took so long, they got kept getting stuck. They went from one fog bank to the next, and they couldn't get out of the ring. So it took so long yeah. to start eliminating fog banks to let them get home because it was taking forever. <laughs> so they couldn't escape. <laughs> so maybe it oh sounds dear. good in theory, but it's not super practical. <laughs> yeah. Well, Zarek's got like, lucky with Enter at your own risk. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to put the most coins in there, so it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I probably wrap this up now. 
Unless you guys have more games to talk about. Or yeah. anything, but it's getting, uh, it's well past 6.30 here on my end. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Same well, thanks Vegas. for shooting it out a little bit longer after I jumped oh, yeah. in, guys. Good to talk to you. Yeah, it's good to great. finally talk to you, too, Zerix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah likewise. Yeah. I think we might meet again, hopefully. <laughs> well, happy podcast, Ben. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for coming on again. Yeah. Maybe sure. with the thanks episode for... 100, we'll have this down pat. Yeah. And uh, that's, oh, yeah. that's, that, that's two in a row for Randy, 49 and 50. Oh. Yeah. There you go, right? Yep. Coming up in this world. You did that. <laughs> I did it. I did it. <laughs> 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 I made my claim to the pirate's lore. Yeah, nice. <laughs> All righty. Yep. Next step, jump on Vassal and let's get a campaign going or something. Oh, yeah, of course. Guys, I'm, I'm going to be on it. I definitely want to try it. I'm a little afraid nice. to, but I think I can make it work. I'm going to try to do it. Yeah. So awesome. you guys can walk me through it on Facebook. All right. Awesome. Sounds great. All right. Yeah. Anybody uh, up, guys. listening, thanks for uh, listening. Um, and uh, thanks to everybody we had on the podcast. This was Pirate CSG podcast number 50 with all our guests. And uh, thanks for listening. <laughs>